You ever been walking through the Navy Exchange and wonder why all the Naval Pride and Heritage gear is horrifically ugly and you wouldn't actually wear it? Have you ever wanted some really cool gear and you just don't know where to go? Well, I got you, fam. Go to dgutsapparel.com immediately. Get yourself some Naval Pride and Heritage gear you'll actually wear in public. Uh, we're working on new designs all the time, open to ideas. We're trying to create a brand that uh, lets you display that pride, but doesn't make you cringe. Uh, also, if you're willing to and you're able to, please go to patreon.com slash podcast, pick one of the five tiers and become a patron today. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Don't Give Up The Ship Podcast. This is episode 131. Uh, and today I am talking to Jen Schooley. Um, she is uh, in tandem with uh, Grant Khan, who you may or may not know from uh, Reddit and other Navy internet fame as the like mental health chief that's out there um, since medically retired. But like he's done a tremendous amount for uh, advocating for mental health and, um, literally going out of his way to, to, um, track down sail sailors that are expressing like suicidal ideations on the internet and figuring out where they are and getting them the help that they need. Um, and he's been like the front facing, uh, part of that, like the thing that everybody recognizes, but turns out there's a lot more to it than that, which I always suspected because there's no way Grant's got <laughs> time to do all this by himself and uh the their ability to track people down on the internet i have since learned is a very ct skill um and so she's a ct we get into all that but um jen is kind of the the back end of it the she's she's very involved very active uh we get into the mechanisms of that like the discord server um, like on the Navy discord server, they have a channel that, that is a place where you can go and vent and, and, uh, there are people there, including Jen that, uh, will go out of their way to help you out. But there's a bunch of other people in that server that also are involved in this, uh, kind of like informal alliance of, of just awesome human beings that are, are getting after, um, mental health being available for people. Um, and just kind of being a single point of contact to begin, right, the the process of getting a person the, the formal help that they need. So it's very um, it's very cool and it's very illustrative of how I and I've talked about it before with other examples. But like this is a really powerful example of the good you can do outside the the network like the formal constructs of the navy right like you don't need to wait for an av admin you don't need to wait for big navy to fix your problems um, i'm not saying that that shouldn't be the way that it happens of course i think the institution's on the hook for these things and i think it's reprehensible that um this has been allowed to become the problem that it is and that chiefs like Jen and Grant and all the people, all the other people that are involved ha have to um, do what they're doing on their own time and dime to help these people out. It's the organization's responsibility. Of course, I would love nothing more than for them to, to stop sitting on their hands and, and really get into fixing the problem for real. Um, because when you s see how powerful what they're doing is and how simple it is and and i would venture to guess wildly cost effective in in comparison to a lot of things than the big navy uh thinks it should do or thinks that they would need to do or that they are currently doing 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's really powerful stuff. I had a really great time uh, talking to her about it. And I'll put all the links to all the the resources in the show notes, uh, particularly the Discord server. Um, so make sure you check those things out and, and be involved if you can. I mean, they need all the help they can get uh, to create yet another resource that actually works. Um, so with that, I hope you all enjoy this. Check it out. But yeah, just jump into your background, bio, however much detail you want to share, and then we'll, we'll jump into the topic at hand. Awesome. Um, so I'm Jen Schooley, and um, I am soon to be retired. Uh, CT, no, CWTC, yeah. they changed it. Oh, CTNC, Jesus. like I'm sticking CTN, with that. CTN, got it. They changed our, yeah, so CTNC, allegedly CWTC, allegedly. soon to be retired. <laughs> um, I've been in the Navy for 21 and a half years, it'll be 22 in December when I retire. Mm-hmm. I came in as a Chinese linguist, okay. um, married, couple kids. My husband's a dirty senior chief, so mm. you know, God love him. <laughs> yep, uh, outside the circle of trust. Uh, and um, I've been uh, working in cryptology for 20 something years. Mm-hmm. Um, but being a mom, you know, you get that that mom touch to things and you start yeah. to listen because, you know, you, you get your own kids and they get boobs right. and you have to listen to, to junior sailors. And it's really the same mm-hmm. thing. Just a lot more cuss words when you're at yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. I've been saying that for years um, and everybody kind of looks right, at me sideways because right. I don't have kids. But I'm like, these are my kids. Like, that's what they these mean to me. Like, I have like, um, I just have like a couple thousand of them. So, I mean, exactly. through the podcast, so, I have a couple hundred thousand of them. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> In 2020, when COVID hit, um. You know, I came back from back. I went to Djibouti, right, a million years ago, and okay. as a result of being deployed to DJ, my lungs were trash, so I have bad uh, asthma. So when COVID hit, I was home. Like you're oh, high Jesus. risk, you can't come in. Ah, fun fact, so guy. was I. That was when my cancer stuff was happening. Everybody's freaking out right. about COVID. I'm like, I have a brain tumor, so I'm gonna <laughs> go do Stay that. Here, you guys can keep this shit the fuck out of my face. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm sitting on Facebook like everybody else mm-hmm. and, and Grant is just doing great work. So, yeah, Grant, yeah. Kambala off for those who don't know, doing yeah. great work out there, the face of like really trying to get to the mm-hmm. left of, of suicides. And so I started talking to him. So I was mm-hmm. very inspired about what he was doing. Yeah. And so the more we talked, I'm like, can I help you? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that'd be yeah. great. So we started yep. a team. <laughs> and so we had our own, what started as a, uh, a discord turned into a Slack server, you know, back and forth between platforms. Okay. So, so that, forth. that, um, can you talk, talk, talk about the discord server? So people are aware of it because you know, like not yeah, everybody's so, going to listen for two hours. So let's get that out there and I'll put it in the show notes and so all that kind of stuff too. Yeah. There's a Navy discord server that all the baby yep. squidlets like to sit in <laughs> and they will bullshit squidlets. for hours That's and it's awesome. great. I love my baby squidlets. And so this is there and they'll, they'll bullshit for hours. But what we will do is we would just kind of pay attention. Mm-hmm. And what we started to do is we would notice when people were starting to spiral. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, hey, we'd go talk to him. Hey, you want to talk, man? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Yeah. And so then we started our own little group. We called it Lifeline to help. Mm-hmm. You know, you can tag Lifeline and it's going to flood that red star cluster in the server to get one okay. of us to get our attention. And so the admins have been very proactive about helping us be uh, looped in. Yeah, they're amazing. So we're constantly they're, looking for. Yeah, they came and grabbed me, so dragged me into it. Now I have my own server and like, yeah, it's, it's yes. they're amazing. Bunch of cool kids over there. So in Discord. we have a mental health channel on Discord, but mm-hmm. the problem we were running into is the mental health channel also turned into a full on like bitch session. I'm like, guys, there's only so many of us. There's right, a lot right. more of you. I really need to delineate between what's mental health and what's normal sailor yeah, bitching. Yeah. And I'm like, I appreciate sailor bitching. I need you to do that because a bitching mm-hmm. sailor is a breathing sailor. 
yeah. but I need this to be for like, if you're in, in a bad way. Right. So we got some of those kinks worked out. Um, and so I just solicit for volunteers now mm. who can help monitor the channels. Right. Okay. And I have sailors in there who maybe they're not comfortable talking to someone, but they're like, Hey Jen, cause I go by Jen yeah. on there. I'm like, please don't chief me. Like, right. Please, right. Just, just, yeah. I want to be the one they can talk to. <laughs> I do the same thing um, with everybody that gets a hold of me. It's always master yeah. chief. I'm like, I'm just a dude. Like just it's D guts. Like I don't, yeah. I, and I might like, I'm a lot mm-hmm. more flippant with my name now. Cause I don't really care if people know who I am. I was just, I didn't want people walking up to me while I was in the Navy still and be like, D guts. Like, no, no, <laughs> I have to be master <laughs> no, chief uh, here while I'm wearing this uniform, but now it don't matter. Right. Just a dude. Yeah. So just like, if they're not comfortable, they'll flag me. Jen, mm. can you talk to them? Sure, no problem. Yeah. Um, and so we start having these conversations. Well, so not only on Discord, but we're watching Reddit and Facebook and Good. Twitter. And like Grant oh, had this worked out. Huh. And uh, I was wondering how so he was doing COVID, that because he had a lot of success. But I only ever saw it yeah. as him. And I, I always assumed there were like people we, behind the curtain. But like, yeah. Grant's got the face, you know, I've got the face yeah. the radio and Grant's got the face. So, um, <laughs> so just leave yeah, it well, like I mean, don't, like, let's not downplay your role because like uh, the Ariana and Desiree have taught me the power of CT's ability to like get things done on the internet. Cause I've had some trolls come at me and like some other stuff and man, they got hey, you need identities. Anything you let me know. Uh, yeah, they're oh, on gosh, it. Yeah. It's like a superpower. So it's, it's impressive. I can't, I can imagine yeah, that. It comes in useful like in these chaos. Yeah, what yeah. Chaos can we do? <laughs> well, my um, wife's like a so, little sleuth on the internet too. Like she'll, she, if you need yeah, somebody stalked, fun. she's on it, and she'll find out all you need to know real quick. She should have been a CT. <laughs> uh, I, she should have been. So, but. so um, in 2020, when all of this was going on, what we were seeing was an influx of, and we help more than just sailors, but predominantly mm. we work with sailors, right? But the more the isolation the more they were just shutting down. Human beings are not meant to be right. isolated. Right. And what a lot of people didn't realize was after they were leaving Great Lakes, they were going to like essentially a holding cell. Yeah. Where like so no one pays the, attention to them. And, gradu- yeah. Yeah. Right. So this is an introduction to the Navy. They have no esprit de corps, no camaraderie. Yeah. yeah. They didn't get to see their families and they're just depressed. Yeah. And it's no wonder they're drinking like fish and it's no mm. wonder they're suicidal and losing their shit. Like we get it. Yeah. So in 2020, we were super busy. Right. We were on the phone all the time. Like I'd get a message and like tell my husband like, Hey, I'll be. Oh, be- okay. I was going to ask and because of COVID, out. they didn't get to see their families after boot camp graduation. Is that what you're saying? No. Okay. Got it. That makes yeah. more sense. Cause I'm like, wow, so why, why like would they not like, but COVID. Okay stupid because they were isolated yeah. and and so they're locked up and you're talking about this group of sailors that came in around you know end of 2019 early mm-hmm. 2020 who have right. no coping skills because they came into an isolated navy they didn't yeah. get the same bonding that like you and i got right. when we came in where we all stuck together and then we went right. to a schools they're on hold because they can't get into a school because a school is so backed up trying yep. to space it out for yep. social distancing so <laughs> we had more and more of these these it's, looking back on apart. looking back on all that shit just gets funnier and funnier it's not it's aging like milk so i'm just like giggling myself yeah. at the idea of them doing all, going through all that pain to so we can socially distance and like what why right like but most of the navy's not 
clued into the fact like, hey, you've got this whole group of people here yeah, who have yeah. just joined the world's finest Navy and mm-hmm. can't talk to anybody. And right. they wonder why they're like, oh, why are they so soft? I'm like, they're not. They're stressed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and, and alienated. Thing. Yeah. A- like. Correct. Isolation's a motherfucker. Like, and mm-hmm. I, it was interesting when I did that podcast with Dan Lombard, who's that army combat vet. Um, and he runs a, the nonprofit project, project refit. Um, his main focus is combating isolation. Like he's like, that's our mission is like, he's like the yes. main reason why veterans have issues after they get out is because that whole com- like community, that gone. whole structure gets stripped away. And like in my right. mind, even like at the, at the end, as I was retiring, I wildly underestimated how, how, like bit how important it was to me even because like yep. a lot of times when i was at work like most of the people i'm like i don't want to spend time with these people <laughs> like if i had the option yeah. i wouldn't like there was always like a handful that i was cool with and that i i would like hang out with outside of work if if the opportunity presented mm-hmm. itself but for the most part it was just like there are people i'm working with but like not my flavor i don't want to see your face yeah i don't want to spend time sure, with you unless but I have to. you had them consistently right. every day you were right. not alone so even right. if you didn't like them you weren't yep. by yourself and you don't you wildly underestimate even just the like mm-hmm. conversations and just the interactions with people that are like right kind of like you and doing the same yeah just having that community structure generally is way more important than people think it is right so imagine coming into boot camp yeah. and you, you remember being vague, vaguely being in boot camp a million years ago and yeah. they take your entire identity away. But then at yeah. the end of it, you get a new one, but now you mm. don't. Right. And it's like, you have no idea who you are and you mm. have no support network and you haven't seen your family and all these things that you were planning on happening, all this accomplishment right. to show you get none of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's depressing. Yeah, there's not like and I feel like there's so a release that, at the end of boot camp too that you get when it's it's over. Oh, you yeah. get to celebrate with your family. Yeah, you, you get, get to go, hug your mom. Yeah, you get to go do some normal human being things too, like go to the mall or go get food or whatever. Right. Like it's like getting out of prison. You get to like go do some normal things. They didn't together. get any like, of it right, exactly. It's over. You're on parole. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so they didn't get any of that, and so yeah. we we saw this trend of of these sailors who were just breaking down, yeah. and you know, people are like, I don't understand what their problem is. I'm like, okay, you're an idiot. <laughs> Like they're isolated. This well, they're not. But so then the other problem. They're not idiots. They're ignorant. <laughs> I feel like. And, and that's probably charitable sounding, but it's like they just don't it's know. Very charitable. <laughs> it, well, it's like when I right. when I go in on like leadership and competence, it's like it sounds harsher than I actually intend it. But it's like they by very little fault of their own. They are at the level of incompetence that they are because the institution never did anything to educate them or train them or to, or like, I mean, I kind of liken it to all the ones who are like back in my Navy. And I'm like, yeah, the ones where you guys took a shit in someone's charge book. OK, um, <laughs> yeah, things had to change for a reason. Uh, yeah. Um, but we are an evolving force, an evolving mm-hmm. species. And um, people do need people. Yeah, for sure. And and it's it's really hard for some to understand, like that this group that came through just feeling alone. Mm-hmm. And so. It's understandable. I'm not excusing it, but I understand yeah, yeah. where all the unhealthy, because you know, most of us have unhealthy coping mechanisms one way or another being in the yep. military, but the <laughs> influx of drinking and I eat um, a lot of weed, like, <laughs> like a lot. I'm, I'm not retired yet. I sure don't. I know. Um, I know. So, <laughs> uh, I won't even look at CBD. I'm like, no, nope, it's nope. the way I, I, it helps person. me sleep when you are retired. Like I have all the sleep issues, anxiety issues, all the things. And it, it helps a lot. Like I had a rough week. I'm somebody, 
somebody who's kind enough to uh, bash in both the windows on my car while I was in school. Um, and it just like set me on this like <laughs> shitty mood yeah. of a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was just down about and it wasn't even like being angry about the occurrence. It was more just this like. It's like, why, man? Like, now I got to pay $500 deductible to get my windows fixed. I can't drive my car. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, why? And they didn't even steal anything. I'm like, why, dude? And it's like, you just lose a little faith in humanity and get a little sad Uh and shit. Yeah. Yep. Well, so then take that thought, right? But we don't. Think about how you felt. Yeah. Well, we don't have that. See, this is why Um, we don't talk to you. (laughs) We don't talk to you, stoner. But think about like these sailors, right? They come in and now they're isolated and yeah. the rest of the military has been sitting through COVID and they're just breaking down and then things start to go wrong. Like maybe one mm-hmm. of their friends gets sick and dies. Um, right. And then this snowball just starts mm-hmm. to build Yeah. and they don't have that daily interaction. Yep. So where we came in is we would start just talking to them. Yeah. And we're talking some late night phone calls. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some scary phone calls where How or so? Grant, like we had... The whole team was on this night. Mm-hmm. Um, when we know someone's in a bad way, mm-hmm. like really in a bad way, we're getting the cops involved. But the yeah. problem is uh, some of these jokers don't tell us who they really are because right. it's fake personas. We found it on Reddit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you name it. And so this one guy, I remember Grant was on the phone with him and he's trying to talk him down and he's cocking mm. and decocking the gun. Yeah. Jesus. And we are scrambling right. to get the cops involved to figure out where this guy is. And and yeah. luckily we did, but you know, mm-hmm. Grant's on the phone. He can hear the cops coming through the door yeah. to get this poor guy. Um, and, and he ended up being safe. And then afterwards I'm having that conversation with Grant. Like, are you okay? Yeah, for real. That's no. really stressful. That's traumatic. Like, right. Right. So Jesus. then as a team, we check in on each other. Yeah. It's like, Hey man. So I told him like, you're going to go talk to the chaps or, or your shrink tomorrow because mm-hmm. you have to be good and you make sure. sure that you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we had those real conversations with each other that it's like, hey, if you're not good, take mm. a time out. That's good. And because that's okay. That, yeah. Like trying to trying to like put the superhero cape on like mm-hmm. that takes a toll every single time you do it. And uh-huh. so it's like, I'm glad I've you guys cried heard. on the phone with yeah. service members who are hurting um, right. just to let them know. I'm like, hey, I'm like, and I, don't, mm-hmm. like, I don't know you, but I love you. Yeah. I love you as a human. Yeah. You're my brother or sister. I'm I like, think I, I freak people out when I say that. Sometimes I say that to people that like, like there's people that I like, I don't know how other people form relationships remotely, but like, like I feel like I can get to know somebody pretty well by having these conversations. And so mm-hmm. like, like I feel like these pe- some of these people are like are good friends of mine and they're really important yeah. to me, even though I've never met them in real life. Like Chris, Christina DiRienzo is an example. And like, I'm and I'll be like, like, I love you guys. No shit. Like, I, I yeah. love you. I, I want you to know you're valued. Like, you're very important mm-hmm. to me. Like those kinds of things to like. That's what I tell my team on <laughs> so Discord. I'm like, I love you guys. You're killing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Make sure you I, mean, I tell them like set mm-hmm. healthy boundaries. Make sure you're taking yep. care of yourself because yep. this is a lot when you're going to help somebody that's in a bad way. Yeah. Um, another scary situation we had. And um, this is where Mick Smith did help us. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have no shame and I have uh, no chill either. Right. <laughs> so either. none. Um, I am I like, try to getting be the fair. job done. Yeah. But I have no chill either. Yeah. <laughs> but this is where uh, many people have accused me of having um, no boundaries with upper echelons. And it's true because mm. if someone's going to get hurt, I'm, I'm going straight up. Like, right. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm, I'm pushing through. Rank so becomes irrelevant when we're dealing with a totally problem like irrelevant. that. Yeah. Polite, but like, Hey, I'm, I need help. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I'm sitting there and this sailor's wife is reaching out through, I, I forget what channels at the time, but mm-hmm. you know, her husband's going to kill himself. He's depressed. Well, he's not on his ship. He's assigned to his ship right. a, but he's actually out on ship. Like TAD or whatever. And, yeah, he's TAD for yeah. it. And of course, nobody on the ship really knows who he is. And, right, and right. it's a nightmare. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's no like open recall roster. Like, mm. here's how you go and reach this ship when it's out there. Like, yeah. the quarter deck only gets you so far. And so at that point, I did reach out to Mick Pond Smith and I'm like, look, I'm sorry to bother you, but this sailor's going to hurt themselves. And this is the situation. And I mm. need you to please get the message out because I don't know how. Right. Um, and that's not one of those things where I can sit there and go to my chief and then my department yeah, and take yeah. it up, right? It's like times of be essence. too late. Like, yeah. Nope. It'll be too late. And so um, he was very instrumental in that. Uh, mm. We did reach out and use the chief's mess. Um, you'll see me post on Facebook and the chief's mm. mess. I'm like, hey, we need help. Yeah, I'm looking for yeah. this sailor. And we get a lot of positive responses. Like the power of the mess is very strong for that. Um and I've had some very positive experiences and I've, I've had a few. Yeah. That, yeah. Know. I'm, I'm the same, uh, one of my kids who I, uh, the open letter to commanders episode where I went a little ham. I don't know if you're aware of that one, but, um, I have to check that one out. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. I get pretty, it's me screaming. Um, it basically he, he had gone to everybody in his chain of command and did all the things he was supposed to. And everybody just blew him off. And he was at a point where, mm-hmm. um, he's an LS and he's like, I'm going to, you know, take this, like he was carrying a heavy part and he was like considering jumping in off the pier, you know, like and holding this heavy part. Right. And you take um, it seriously. You have yeah, to. And, and everybody he talked to just wasn't, wasn't listening. And it's, so mm-hmm. then, um, he finally, uh, I, I don't, re- I'd have to go back in the text thread. I don't remember exactly how it happened, but basically like just one of his friends figured it out and put him in like, just left work, put him in a car, went to the, the nearest army hospital and got him like, and he was like inpatient for a while. Absolutely. And then, and he's doing great now. He plans on separating in April. And, yeah. Um, but like, he's been sure. sending me screenshots of a text thread between like, the leadership in the place that he's like TAD to right now. And same, same mm-hmm. shit, just like super, yeah. just ignorant, insensitive bullshit. And it's like, and it's like, it's more egregious in my mind because these people know exactly what's going on with this kid and why he's there. And right. they're still doing like making jokes about not taking suicide seriously in a text thread with a kid who they know is not on his submarine because suicidal ideation or attempt, right? So, so I'm like, glad you bring that up. <laughs> I had this happen not too long ago with USS unnamed ship, but I'm going to mm-hmm. leave it at that. Yeah. Because um, I'm going to praise in public and yeah, I'll yeah, condemn yeah. in private. Yeah. I'm right. But you. so USS unnamed shipped with the unnamed command master chief, right? Mm-hmm. So I have been working with their sailor or their former sailor for a while. He was forward deployed, had a drinking problem, depressed, said he was mm. going to hurt himself, right? And the number one thing that I need to stress to commands is if a sailor says they're in a bad way, that's it. Yeah. And unless I, you are a medical command. Right. You are unless not you're a medical professional. To determine. Right. Right. I, so, I don't. Um, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand why they don't. Because like one of the things that they they do and that like on submarines, we have a, a 
an HM1 usually or an HMC that is an IDC, mm -hmm. like an independent duty corpsman. Yeah. I'm sure they have some training, but like they're not like mental health professionals and so it's like correct and why, why don't IDC's we have not going to be the one you want to talk to either yeah but like shrink. why not a mental health tech of some kind where like why even if it's a new rate or just a variant of corman where it's like all they do is mental health assessment and so they can right. maybe they can't sit there and be your shrink right but they can sit there and assess sure. And be like, okay, this is a fucking problem, right. Doc. We need to get him off the ship. We need to whatever, right. like take him out of certain duties or like whatever the move is. But like, this is serious. This isn't just a sailor wanting to not stand watch or something. Because Correct. the problem. So, go ahead. Sorry. Was well, so you're going to get sailors? So we're gonna do it, right? Mm -hmm. But more often than not, um, if they say they're intending to hurt themselves, they're mm -hmm. they're, they're serious. They're serious about it. Yeah. And, and so there is a command that I'm going to commend here, right? Right. Um, and, and not just because I used to hail from there, but because <laughs> Cryptological Warfare Group 6 has done it right. There okay. is a woman there, Lori Hanley, who set up the suicide prevention advocacy team. Okay. And she dispatches her pairs and they grab Sailor in trouble and takes him over to Walter Reed. Okay. That's it. You go. So I, when you ring the bell, you right. go. And yeah. yes, they, they'd had a couple sailors where it's kind of like, yes, we know they don't mean it, but we're still going right. to go. Right. And and they knew that but it, that was so rare that they'd have yeah. someone that would waste their time. And so this unnamed ship and this unnamed command master chief um, tried to tell me that his sailor who I knew was suicidal. Um, there's nothing wrong. He just wants attention is exactly what he told me. He that, called yeah. me a liar <laughs> and said, I'm enabling him. And I was yeah. like, Lord. that's the same. And, and that was actually. Yeah. That's the same that sentiment. That was the impetus of me reaching out to you guys. Uh, yeah, that's the same sentiment. So I want to like, it's almost the mm -hmm. same quote. Like he said, um, let me get this. I, I want to like, get the screenshot so that I, I accurately I quote it. But it's like, it was, um, where is it? No, it's not this one. It's like he basically, they're in this text thread and one of the guys says, um, Okay, so his the guy the guy saying it is he's like I'm going to be late to work because my wife has to do do something for work and his wife is a mental health counselor of some kind. And he right. said she has a suicidal patient who will apparently kill himself if she misses whatever it is. Um and then the kid my kid said I really hope that person is okay. <laughs> you know, like normal human empath response. And then yeah. uh, the, his senior chief says, statistically speaking, people who talk about it and more than a couple of times do it just for attention. So, you know, like, and, and I'm like, well, that's why it's called a cry for help. What the fuck? But like, what the fuck are you talking about? And no, knowing, cause he just, he j was yep. just, he just said, I hope the person's okay. You know, this kid's in the text thread, you know, his entire story. So like, presumably you think he's full of shit too. And he just doesn't want to be on the boat. Right. It, like it's one of those, like how, how do we have, and this is like, this person's in an Isaac role. So it's like, this isn't like a, a dude that's just like some rando senior chief in an office. Not that that makes it any better, but it's like, like holy now shit! They have a lot more you, authority. Yeah, you, senior chief. Yeah, he's, well, he's it. the guy that every single like LCPO type on every submarine in that squadron mm -hmm. is going to go to as their first yeah. line, and they're kind of like not like going the um, 
like the Cobb CMC route, but like that, that chain right. of command and just said like, if they're stressed, if they need help, if they're whatever, they're going to that guy. And it's just like, yeah. fuck, and that's very on, disheartening to think like, Oh great. We've got you. It's, it's inexcusable. And I, sh- I would love to dime on him. I just gotta, <laughs> I gotta get the permission of that kid because I don't want to make his entire work life hostile and, well, you know, Stuff, you could talk to the universe and let the universe handle the jerk. But yeah, um, the other fair. one I wanted to tell you about that did like a, a killer job mm-hmm. was uh, Service Combatant Systems Training Command up in Great Lakes. Okay. Right. They had a sailor in distress. And this kid, again, we saw him on Discord and he was in a really mm-hmm. bad way. And I teach everybody on the team, like, you have to ask the words, are you going to hurt yourself? Yeah. Like, that is the most uncomfortable question you're going to ask. Right, you right. Just say it. Because if they are, they're ready to answer that question. And if they're yeah. not, they're like, no, I'm not going to do anything. Damn it. Stop asking me that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You have to ask. And so I asked him, like, are you going to hurt yourself? And he goes, I don't know. And I'm mm. like, okay, well, we're not doing that today. Like, yep. we're not hurting ourselves today. So um, we had his picture from Discord. Mm-hmm. Like I started, we took his picture from discord and we zoomed in on it and could see like the barracks room number in the background. So I took that photo and threw it up into the chief's mess page on mm. Facebook. And I'm like, is this your kid? I need your help. This is yeah. in a bad way. And one of the chiefs came to me and was like, yeah, he's mine. I'm like, okay, this is his name. This is what I got. Mm-hmm. Please go get him. And I need you to let me know when you got him. Right. And they did, you know, they, nice. they did exactly what good. we asked them to do. Snatch them up, make sure they're good. Stay mm-hmm. with them, get them help. And it's just the best feeling when you know yeah. that you've got positive control over a sailor or a service member in need. And, and so like they are my shining star of like, this is exactly what we need you to do. Take it seriously, snatch them up, take them to medical. Go. I suspect I know the answer, but I'm curious what you think um, as to like why they're, why, why it's so inconsistent. Like why are your interactions with these commands so wildly varying when this stuff comes up? I wish I knew. I actually, yeah. I don't know. I've got the, I think there's just this, this is the creepy in me. I think there's part of this fleet mentality of, um, it's not that bad. They're just a pussy. Right. Right. It's, they need to toughen up. And there's not as much of an aggressive posture as there needs to be to be like, are yeah, you going to yeah. hurt yourself? It's the assumption of like, they're, they're just lying. And I'm yeah. like, no. Yeah. And that's the, if someone says it like, take it seriously. When I pull that thread in my mind, it's the same as the leadership stuff. It's just ignorance. Like they don't, they've never been, mm-hmm taught like what this thing is and how it works because even like when when i was having issues it was like i was already kind of having anxiety issues but i just thought it was normal anxiety because i was doing something on deployment that would give anybody anxiety that is like actively thinking about it but then um yeah it like when I got diagnosed with cancer and all that stuff, it kind of like pulled the pin on this grenade of like all my stuff just kind of, it just boiled over. Fuck it. Yeah. It just boiled over and I was a hot mess. Um, and so then that's when I got into therapy and like when I was talking to the psychologist, it was like some of the stuff he would say to me was like, it felt incredibly obvious or maybe Mm -hmm. it was something I felt like I already knew or whatever, but like, it was like I just needed him to say it to me, like because it's he's a doctor yeah. in psychology, and I'm sometimes not. you need the words to come out of your mm-hmm. face. 
Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes he I, I didn't know. Like I didn't know what was happening. I didn't understand why I couldn't control my emotions. I didn't understand why I was pissed off all the time. I didn't understand why I would feel so down. And it was like he would explain things to me and then give me tools. And so like not only do I now know what's going on, I can recognize when it's coming yeah. on, why it's coming on, and I have tools to do yeah. something about that to either prevent Absolutely. it or when mitigate can, I, it or whatever, right? And it's like none right. of those things have been taught to anyone, like unless you're a mental no, health professional. And so, so yeah. That's what I was trying to tell when so when I went to McPon Smith's office mm. to talk about this with him, right? <laughs> yeah, tell us to get and, into that so, story. I want to know all about like so, you went to him to pitch an idea. What was the idea? How did that discourse go, et cetera? Right. So this did not go as I'd hoped. Mm. Okay. And again, this is not me. I'm not here to bash McPon Smith. It just yeah. did not go the way I envisioned it would go. Right. Um, and I felt very disappointed and frustrated afterwards. So I went in to talk about what we've done, had the solid numbers, which I don't have in front of me because I'm dumb and forgot to put them out, but talked about like the number of people we interacted with, what we were doing and all the positive things that we were able to do to get to the left of Mm. of suicide. Right. It wasn't even a reaction. It was prevention. Right. Right. And so cool. And I'm like, okay, so here's what commands can do Mm -hmm. right now to help their sailors and started to talk about the happiness chemicals. Um, and so for those who do not know what the happiness chemicals are, and I always have to look it up because I always yeah, get it Serotonin wrong. and dopamine, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, yeah. endorphin. Yeah. And I started to bring it up and he just had this like look on his face of like, you've got to be kidding me. You fucking yeah. hippie. Like if, if his inner <laughs> monologue was coming out, that's, which could be for them truth. I'm like so far from being a hippie, but the science behind it mm-hmm. really makes sense. And I'm like, these yeah. are things commands can be doing right now yeah. because when you're trying to hack your happiness chemicals and this is stuff my therapist was explaining to me to help mm-hmm. me better deal with my triggered responses to things. Right. It's like, okay, right. so are you getting enough sunshine and fresh air? Are you playing with your dog? Do you eat dark chocolate? Um, are you doing something artistic and like things that you're like, what? Yeah. and then yeah. you see the science behind it. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So I started to talk about it and that's when I lost him. And, um, and he's like, well, have you talked to a doctor about this? And I'm like, yes, I have. Yeah. And it's like, my dad's a physician. And he's like, have you talked to a doctor? That's not your dad. And I'm thinking like, what the fuck did his MD just disappear magically? Cause he's my dad. I'm like, yeah. that's not, it's not fair. I mean, it's like a so assumption left- that your dad's biased and telling you what you want to hear. Probably just being cynical, I guess. No, no, just a yeah. scientific conversation, which yeah. you know, I do. No, I mean, on uh, Russ's part, like he probably is like, oh, right, of on course Russ's your part. dad told you all. You know what I mean? Like trying to just make you feel better. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, because I need my dad to sit here and make this shit up so I <laughs> right. feel better about this suicide program that I'm trying to do to make the mm-hmm. Navy a better place. Yeah. Um, But I just felt so frustrated at that point. And yeah. And then chief season happened. The next week, my name's on the list. I become a COVID chief. My life sucks for like four <laughs> years because the longest season from hell. And yeah, that was you know, not a fun I year. had to I had to push pause on helping sailors until Christmas break because that was the year that chief selectees got Christmas break. And you know, there we go. Yeah. We're on Christmas break, and I'm helping someone who's suicidal. Right. Um, and then as soon as we're off Christmas break, I'm still on the hook because it's right. not like I'm like, okay, sorry, I got to go back to doing stupid you know, reindeer game shit, um, can't help you. I'm now on the hook for everything. The mess is going to yell at me for, Mm -hmm. and the, the light, the, the health and care and feeding of this person in distress. You're right. But we lean on each other. I'm like, so 
if I couldn't be there for something, I would ping Grant. I'm like, can you keep mm. an eye on this person here or the, whoever on the team? Yeah. Um, and in fact, uh, last month I had shoulder surgery, right? Mm. And I had hit Grant up and I was like, hey, I am going to be out of pocket for a few days. Can you just keep an eye on the server and make sure nothing goes squirrely? And he's like, yep, right. got you, no problem. Yeah. It's such an informal process. It's not like you have to put a request in to not be available or right, you just, you right. just talk to each other like, hey, I'm <laughs> not available. Um, but so we'll go back to, you know, your happiness chemicals. And this is mm. where I really stress to commands things that they could be doing. And when I start to talk about it, it's like, oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. So dopamine, right? Um, you get, I'm going to read these because, again, I don't remember all of them by heart, but you complete a task. Who doesn't feel good when you get something done, right? So right. when I find that sailors yep. are really depressed, those are the ones you're going to see you walk into their barracks room and it looks yeah. like a tornado hit. Yeah. And you're like, why can't you clean your room? Mm-hmm. I've had this conversation so many times. Like, oh, I'm depressed. I'm like, go clean one thing. Yeah. And it, it builds. Like once they get that, one thing done, they get yeah. better. My part of my therapy, like was, I was telling them, I mm-hmm. like, I can't, like, I want to do things, but I just like, I just can't, I just can't get started. I can't move. And then he was like, yep. He's it's called like task paralysis. It right. sucks. And he, and it, and it's not like like the why can't you clean your room? It's like I'm already shitting on myself in my head mm-hmm. because I want to do these things mm-hmm. but I can't. And then I'm a piece of shit cuz I, I can't. And I can't clean my room and right. I fuck up and I can't have the uniform inspection. I can't have the room fucking inspection. Fucking doom and cycle, it stop. right? And then that was yes. one of the things for you know like the cognitive behavioral therapy or whatever. He was Exactly. Just do try. Like he's like you're allowed to be at a zero. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to have days where nothing mm-hmm. gets done. So you can give yourself permission yep. when it's can't, that bad. It can't be every day though. Right. But some days when you don't feel a zero, maybe you're a one or a two, just do one thing. Take out the trash. Right. Like, just do one thing. So that's thing. the next thing is do one, doing a self-care activity. And mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, like, showering is self-care. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds dumb, but I'm like, have you showered today? No. Yeah. Go get your ass in the shower. Go yeah. stand there. Let the water just hit yeah. you. Just get in the shower. Yep. Have you eaten today? No. Yep. Go get a snack. Yep. Um, celebrating little wins, right? Mm-hmm. I took the trash out. I am not a dirt bag. So yeah, um, yeah. You know, those are all things you can do for dopamine. Yeah. Like it's called, my, you know, your reward chemical. Almost, Oxytocin. Yeah. Almost ahead, every day it's, it's yoga. Um, I go out, I, mm-hmm. I built a cold plunge because that helps a lot. Uh, not just how my, nice. like, my uh, body hurts <laughs> a lot. So that helps. Like I have a joints and just all yeah. kinds of shit that hate me, but that helps a ton. But then it also yeah, gives you like a, a serotonin, like, spike but it like it doesn't bleed off quickly like it lasts for like four or five hours so it's you feel yeah, we'll really come to that good. one because it's yeah serotonin and then, is a mood stabilizer yeah and then i if i work out and that's another one where it's like if i can get mm-hmm. like one out of those three every day i don't feel like a complete useless piece of shit you know what i mean like it's amazing yeah and these are little things mm-hmm. so your next one's oxytocin is your love hormone right mm-hmm. so playing with a dog mm-hmm. playing with a baby Yep. Holding someone's hand, getting a hug, mm-hmm. um, giving a compliment, receiving a compliment. Those, I mean, it sounds yeah. really fluffy, but uh, when I cross-rated from CTI to CTN, I had mm-hmm. to go down to A school, right? And so I took my dog down there. I had a service dog. May he rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, took my service dog down to Pensacola with me. And I would take him to base on weekends and these squidlets would come out of the barracks. <laughs> yeah. Pet your dog. Oh my like, God. Yes, pet yeah. my dog. Hell yeah. Yeah. And so... You know, you've got these baby sailors, these junior sailors mm-hmm. who haven't seen their family pet in right. years. Right. Right. And they want to pet a dog. Mm-hmm. So what I tell commands, I'm like, if you guys have like a, a chance to have a morale day 
and you have non-aggressive dog. dogs, yep. bring your dogs. Yeah. Let the sailors play with them. I said, that mm-hmm. is, it's going to go a lot further than you can imagine. And they're like, what? And I'm like, it sounds crazy, but trust me, everyone wants to pet a dog. Right. Uh, there was a joke on deployment. I would get abducted because there'd be a van that would say free puppies and I'd be gone. And would, they'd, I'd get snatched up. <laughs> yeah. So would me and my wife. There yeah, you go. 100%. Um, so serotonin, your mood stabilizer. Okay. So that's going to be meditating, mm-hmm. running, going out in the sun, getting your vitamin D, walking in nature, yep. swimming, cycling, you know, things that you're going to do to get that Zen feeling. Yeah. Um, and if you are not getting, if you're in a place where you're going to have a seasonal affective disorder, they can put you on higher doses of vitamin D to compensate mm-hmm. for it. If you don't want to do the, the UV lamps, like, I was feeling like complete crap, like so yeah. depressed. And they checked my 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 blood levels and like your vitamin D is way off. Right. So they put me on this high dose. Every week yeah. I got to take a weird looking capsule take, of vitamin I D. I take vitamin D every a single month. day. Yeah. And it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one's endorphins. It's called your painkiller. Yeah. Um, laughing. Um, essential oils, if that's your thing. Yeah. Uh, watching a comedy. This is the one that I love, dark chocolate. Okay. So we have yeah. exercising too, you know, and yeah. of course, you know, yeah. Yeah, walking fresh up, but dark chocolate. So I used to keep a basket of candy on my desk and I would catch sailors would come by and stop and get candy. I'd also, you know, catch JOs and stuff. Like it's like a fishing in a barrel. Yeah. I'd snag the JOs or another chief or something, but that gives you the chance to also talk to them. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, and like, bullshit. I don't even know if it's like I'm sure there's some science behind the dark chocolate as a substance being good for that. But also just like you got a piece of candy. Somebody gives me a fucking bag of Skittles. I'm going to be thrilled about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like Tropical right. smoothie so set Skittles. The trap. Those are the best. Thank you. Yeah. It's Halloween. I mean, for all of us parents who don't want it at their house, bring yeah. that shit in. Set it on your desk. For real. Set a trap for your sailors yeah. and catch some baby squidlets. Yeah. And talk to them. Because if you're in a position where you can't go and, and walk the deck plates and talk to everybody mm-hmm. all the time, because maybe you're in a job where you can't, but they know that there's Twix bars at your desk. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, obviously, <laughs> like. Yeah, it hey just man, gets people in the door and then you can on? talk to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. I like Absolutely it. set traps. I like, like it. Set traps for it's, baby it's squidlets. It's so easy. That's, that's <laughs> this, it. Set traps for baby squidlets. I, this episode is going to have some, the title is going to have something to do with baby squidlets. Um, I'm trapping them. Uh, well, because I got, <laughs> I had been counseled at one point that I wasn't supposed to call sailors kids. Oh, and I'm like, yeah, fuck I off. I I, yeah, I've I gotten criticism from listeners about calling them kids. And I'm like, look, man, it's not like it's a, a reference. Yeah, it's not a reference to your maturity level. I'm not like passing no. judgment on you. It's a term of endearment. Like that's what you Absolutely. mean to me it's so like i got some feedback about don't call those kids i'm like that fuck off like i'm calling them kids because when i'm talking well, about them i'm thinking about yeah. like those people that i feel like are my children you know like so yeah right and so the guys on my discord server call me mom yeah right and i'm like hell yeah yep yeah, and I and yell that, at them like their mom too. I'm like, up. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like a lot of people form relationships like that with certain people throughout yeah. their service that like my, uh, LPO, he just made chief this year. Um, he's at sea though, unfortunately, so I couldn't be there, but, um, he, uh, when he was my LPO, he was, it was his first submarine. He was a second class. And he told me, he's like, he's like, I, you remind me of my dad. So it's like, I'm terrified mm-hmm. to disappoint you. And like, so we had these conversations about how like Absolutely. you need to be able to tell me when it's too much and also like, cause he was incredible. And mm-hmm. he was like, 
got to a point where yeah. I was almost overwhelming him with responsibility because he was so great at it. But then, yeah, like he he same thing. He likes like, yeah, you're like my dad. It's like it's weird. But that's how you know you've also <laughs> earned their trust and their respect yeah. when you have that familial touch. And it doesn't mean right. that good order and discipline is going to break down mm-hmm. um, to show your human side and and things, you know, members of the mess can do because you're mm-hmm. sailor comes in. You're automatically in this mom and dad role, whether or not you like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it comes with the magic khaki pants. Like the second you get the magic khaki pants, it also comes with like instant yeah. parenthood of a bunch of kids you didn't sign right. up for. Right. Um, you have to be able to take that moment and figure out whether or not your sailor needs a fucking hug. Mm-hmm. Like that sounds so fluffy and I get it. Yeah. But we're going to go back to isolation, mm-hmm. depression. Sometimes they just, I'm like, and you can ask them like, do you need a hug? They yeah. mean it. I hug people all the time. Like I hugged people in Hell uniform yeah. all the time. Like I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like we actually like, bring it in. One of my chiefs, um, it was a real petty complaint filed by one of my instructors when I was at the A school um, and against a chief. And it was just like she didn't get the eval she wanted. So she was just going scorch earth. But the chief was my she was the best chief there. She was incredible. Um, and the sailors tried to say that she was having an extramarital affair with this uh, master gunnery sergeant that was at the F- Marine Corps schoolhouse. And the master guns was an accepted chief. Like he went through the season like a million years sure. ago. He'd been effectively a chief longer than any of us. So he was always sure. around. He loved chiefs. And that's why he was always around. So like the the like damning evidence that this petty instructor got was a picture of them hugging. And I'm like, I hug her Three times a week, probably. I hugged the the master guns, the male, every time I see him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so it's like this isn't an event. Like when they came, they had to send a, a an O4 down to do an investigation, and I'm just like, I cl- I close the door behind him because I was at SEL at the time, and I was just like, uh-huh. sir, I, like you will probably see me hug a chief today, and like, what are we even fucking talking about? And then he was basically right. like, he's like, senior, calm down, I get it. This is a formality. We just (laughs) have to do do it. it. But like, we already kind of know where this is going to go. So just relax. Like, you don't need to die on this hill because there's no hill to die on. Like, basically, unless we find something crazy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're not gonna. And it's like, yeah, it was it was ridiculous. But it's like I would go out like when I was a master chief doing inspections on submarines. Like if I, I went out on one and one of the guys that worked for me on my just on my previous submarine was a rider like he was just filling a gap on that boat on deployment sure and he walked up and hugged me <laughs> like and in this mm-hmm. capacity i'm the master chief mm-hmm. from the flag command that's doing the inspection and he didn't even say anything he just walked up and gave me a hug and i was like what's up man and like, you know what sometimes uh, you need a hug yeah and i don't even care like it wasn't an issue for me i'm just saying like it's it's a thing that i think should be more acceptable mm-hmm. to do because like Right. I would do it all the and time. And I get like, that there's... Good. Yeah. There's a time and a place for it. And I know some people are like, yeah. it's inappropriate to hug in uniform. But if that's the difference no. between life and death with somebody, I'm like, screw no. you and protocol. Well, I'm going to hug this person and see what we can do. Who's saying that? Because go to a season event and then shut the fuck up afterwards because everybody's hugging everybody. You know what I mean? Like, so as, at acceptance, like, come on, fuck off. Like, that's the dumbest yeah. shit. Yeah. I, I don't... I, it's like... Yeah, be like there are boundaries and stuff. You're not just going to start randomly mm-hmm. hugging everybody you see. Like you don't want to like right. violate somebody's personal space or if that's not a thing they're comfortable with, there could be a cultural or religious Ask. component that makes it weird. Whatever. Sure. But like generally, like if we know each other and you're cool and I'm cool, like fuck it. I like we can mm-hmm. hug and it's a thing that I feel like 
mm-hmm. it's it shouldn't be a thing that anybody's worried about. And no. it, but that that again, and, and, that's the level of incompetence and ignorance mm-hmm. that we deal with in leadership and mental health and the commingling of. Right. It's like it just drives me absolutely apeshit because there's so much good that could be done if if these people in these positions who are charged with doing these things had the tools to do it. And they yep. just fuck they just don't. And the institution, I feel like, is wildly ignorant at the highest levels, which is why you don't see more things being, you know, put into place or advocated for or whatever. Right. And if you're worried whether or not someone wants a hug, you can say, hey, you look like you're having a rough day. Would you like a hug? And if they say no, you're like, okay, well, change your mind. I'm here. Um, Fist bump? Bubble gum? Yeah. Something. (laughs) Skittles? But you're showing them that you are aware that they're not looking like they're having the best day. Right. Right. And that goes a long way. Yeah. Right. And I know they talk about intrusive leadership. I'm like, just get to know them as people. But, yeah. The intrusive the leadership thing is gross because it's like, it's almost like a recognition of the problem that exists, but they're interpreting mm-hmm. it wrong. Like they recognize there's right. a problem, but the way that they want to deal with it is like an audit <laughs> or, or whatever, you know, like some type right. of weird procedural type uh observation or surveillance of that person's life in detail that they have no business being right. a part of unless that person invites them in and it's like right it, it's somebody who's talking i was talking to somebody on discord about human factors the other day and then i talked to my buddy mm-hmm. dan about it and it was like i don't know a ton about it yet i'm trying to get a chief that i know that is also in your community to she's runs a program is very knowledgeable on it and she's just like not on fire about doing a podcast quite yet. And so, um, but I'm trying to get her to do it because I don't know anything about it. It was kind of after my time. Um, but when it, Dan explained it to me in, in like a good enough synopsis that I feel like I sort of understand what they're trying to do. And it's like the way that I described it to him was like, I was like, yeah, like I feel like the, the idea and the program has potential, but it's like, not in the way that they're doing it because the first thing I asked Dan human factors council. Yeah. 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 Okay. I didn't know that. Uh, Okay. It was initially described to me as just human factors, but yeah, human factors council stuff where it's like, and it makes it worse that you add the word council and it's just compounds the casualty. But it's like the, for me, the, the idea is sound, but it's almost like they've misdiagnosed the problem. And so they're trying to apply this cold logic and procedure. And they're like, all right, let's write an instruction and make this artificial like interaction. And it's like most of the reason why, like, so like the, and correct me if I'm wrong, because again, I'm, I'm a novice at best at the understanding of this program, but the, interaction is designed to give the sailor an opportunity to tell the chain of command when they're struggling in certain areas. And it's like, particularly mental health, right? However, most of the time, one of the primary reasons the person is struggling with mental health is their chain of command sucks or the culture of their command sucks or something to that effect sucks. And a lot of times, like they were already encouraged to use their chain of command. So now we have this chain of command that is likely a large (laughs) stressor in their life that is charged with like putting this program in place and, and interviewing them and being the intervention. And it's like, you're already a stressor. You're probably part, a large part of the problem, but also you have absolutely no fucking training. So it's like, so no, no. none of the things that you're going to do during those encounters are going to be the things that you're supposed to be doing unless you have your own, like there are chiefs out there that have psychology training, right? right? Like I know of one that uh, I think they're in your community too, that either 
almost has or does now have their PhD. And so it's just like they're you're you're creating this this thing. And I was like, it sounds like human factors sounds like an individual trait block on a fucking Terminator's eval. Like it's not. Yeah, a f- so they're making. Uh, you know what I mean? Go ahead. So go, go, go ahead and they're launch it more complicated than it needs. Yeah. OK, yeah. so uh, former Simeo hat here. Right? Yeah, Simeo, and yeah. Then they brought up Good human times. factors council mm-hmm. um, as I was turning over. And and so like the people, if I remember it correctly, and I could be totally off base, and someone will blast me for it, and that's fine. I've yeah, that before. Um, so all your sensitive collaterals are usually the ones that end up having to be on it. So like, if you've got problems, guess who's probably on there? Simeo, yeah, DAPA, yeah. Um, suicide prevention, like all the ones right. that you know your your heavy hitters. Yeah. And and you're right. Like so, if the command is the problem, mm-hmm. they're, they're not going to be as forthcoming. Which is why I keep coming back to telling sailors you need to have a relationship with your chaplain. Yeah. Not because I think you need Jesus. I mean, I think everyone does, <laughs> but that's like chaplains me. are dope. Um, yeah. I. It's not. They're good. They at just are. Talking. And so I'm like, yeah. Right. And that's why whenever mm. I have a sailor who's definitely like in need and we're talking mm. to them i tell them like i will help you but there are yeah. rules you have to get help you're either going to go see your chaplain or mm. mental health and or both because yeah. i'm not a professional i make it very clear like no no my right. teams are professional we are people who care we're here to talk to you and we're going to get you help right but you have to do the work and uh and so the other ones are like well um he just wants to you know chaps just wants to talk to me about god i'm like of course but like if you tell him i'm like i'm not here to talk about yeah. god they usually won't and they have some training if i'm if i remember correctly they have a significant amount of training on just counseling like they do marriage counseling they do they do all kinds of stuff so yeah they do suicide counseling so Mm -hmm. um we'll back up to the year before i made chief right and i was suicidal Mm -hmm. i was suicidal the navy had shot me down again yeah and i had i was the fucking thick pawn I had 13 years time in rate. I was like, <laughs> it was holy shit. Yeah, You're full of was, fucking one-liners. This shit is too good. You're about to make me some money on t-shirts and stickers. Fuck. I'll donate go, to a wanna, cause on your behalf. There you go. Fuck. Appreciate that. Uh, so oh I, you know, I'm, I'm, the worst thing that could have possibly happened, I'm in the office, right? And I, every year I would have this dream that I was mm. not getting selected. And I'm just like, this is just yeah. my brain going nuts. And so um, it was a shortly before results had come out in 2019. Mm. And I had the dream that I was in the office and I found out that I wasn't getting selected. Well, it's results day. I'm losing my shit for real, as you always do, right? <laughs> yeah. And in walks our command master chief Mm -hmm. and he looks around and he doesn't see who he's looking for and he goes should we just go and that's how i found out i didn't make chief that year should we just go i i that's like it's such a perfect example of like ignorance like just the Mm -hmm. leadership and competence that i harp on so often is like because he probably wasn't a bad dude. He probably wasn't there to hurt your feelings. He was just yeah, trying to get a thing done. He had no, he right. Just trying to get a thing done on his life's to-do list that day. So he can go home to his family Check. and do it. Yeah. And destroy it, Jen's life. Yeah. But uh. yeah. <laughs> but if, if he had the type of education that 
like should be required of a leader in that position, he would have the emotional intelligence to pre-plan that and be sensitive to the idea. He had the emotional intelligence of a squirrel. Yeah. Well, and (laughs) most do, though, like in his defense, because they've never been taught these things. And I really believe like, yes, some people just inherently have a higher level of emotional intelligence because of the way they were raised or their whatever whatever context they came up in maybe some of it's just like biological like i don't know but it can be taught there and i'm it can well i'm standing there and so i'm trying to not lose it in front Mm because i'm the lpo at that point Mm. And the shop just figured out that I just figured yep. out I didn't get selected. Yep. And all of a sudden, I'm, they can see it. Like, there goes the spiral. And I just, like, it's, grit my teeth. Yeah. I boot off the computer. And one of the chiefs looks at me. And he goes, are you okay? And I'm like, mm. nope. No. And I'm leaving. Yeah. And I walked out the door. But mm. what they didn't know is at that moment, I'm like, I can't keep, like, the spiral happening. Yeah, the one yeah. you were talking about earlier. Yeah. And I was going home. I was going to go shoot myself. That was the mm. plan. And I'm bawling. And my husband has to go play stupid reindeer games because he has people who've been selected. And I'm like, I'm going home and I'm going to go fucking shoot myself. And my husband is going, please don't leave us. Please don't leave us. And so then, you know, he goes and calls my CMC and he's like, what did you just do to her? She's going home to kill herself. And he's begging me and I'm bawling. And imagine. I'm 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 not myself. God, imagine being that CMC if you had gone through with it. It's like, like emotional intelligence of a squirrel or not. It was he a horrible human being? You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. that's what's so fucking irresponsible about this shit for me is that like, not only are we putting you in that position by not educating this man and giving him the tools to be better in that spot to like the b- best right. CMC I've seen do it was he pulled all the non-selects in first, notified them, sat down and talked with them, did all that so that with that was dignity. out of the way. And then he'd grab the boss, CEO and him are walking around giving right. big bear hugs to all the selectees or they'd make the one MC to muster the chief's mess or whatever. But like right. the the thing that kills me is like it's it's he did that to you, probably completely ignorant of the impact. He had on you, yeah, probably just totally clueless. But then had you gone through with it, right? Had you successfully taken your own life, then He's got to fucking live with that because he's going to find out based on how that happened that that's what set you off. So then that guy's going to be a fucking mess. So, you know what I mean? So so then we're called me later. If you want to hear about getting worse, he calls me that night. Right. And I'm beside myself. And I said, I had already spoken to insert other chief's name there, except I use their given name because God forbid I know that, you know, people have real names. Yeah. So he calls me into his office the next morning. And instead to see how I'm feeling, proceeds mm. to chew me out that how dare I reference a member of his mess by their first name. Oh, fuck off. I would have oh, ate his yeah. face, man. I like. So I went to chaplain, right? I went. So this is where the chaplain comes in because it goes back right. to like why the chaps are so important. Yeah. And I was just despondent. And I'm like, why <sighs> have I been abandoned? You know, why? Yeah. Why is this happening? And. And he goes, no, God loves you. And I'm like, he goes, he's been warning you. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, he talks to you when you're sleeping. So like, this is my, you know, for anyone who doesn't believe in God, you know, you can ignore my testimony, but God talks to you when you sleep. He's been preparing you. He loves you that much. Yeah. And I just started bawling. So I'm just like, yeah, oh my God, you're right. Um, But the counseling that comes with it, the the religious side, Mm -hmm. religious aspect aside, the human level to let you just let it out. 
Right. And they lay the ground rules out. If you're going to hurt yourself, you're going to hurt somebody else. You know, then we're going to we're going to tell on you. But why? Well, uh, that's not true with chaplains. They don't they're not mandatory reporters like they can eat all that. He said I, I was certain things that he had to be. They well, like I don't child think abuse. I don't um, know if that's true. Like I, okay. I I like okay. so I, I'm not I could be wrong. Like I did an interview with the chaps a while back. It's it's been a hot minute. Right. But they were like, if I remember correctly, they were the one that like I don't think they have to tell. They generally do as a practice, but I want to say they're exempt right. from all that stuff because religion trumps everything and I could be or wrong. something. I don't fucking know. Um, yeah, either way. But either but, way, like that, it's somebody who's trained in this. They yeah, have, no, they're great. I, I've so, talked to them and, and yeah, yeah. So Big when thing. I have somebody who's in a bad way, it's like, I need you to talk to somebody who's trained. I'm like, mm. I can only do so much and right. I'm going to help you. And I send pictures of my dogs because like everybody gets a picture of my dog stitch to try to like lighten the mood. I'm going to break yeah. the ice. Um, but I find them a chaplain to talk to mm-hmm. or we get them to mental health and, it, you know, or if they don't want to talk to military mental health, I get that, but they still have to go talk to someone. And there's always a chaplain Uh, in your area on call 24 seven. Like, so if they're not at work, there's a cell phone number somewhere on the internet. It might be hard to find. And I've got one that's my favorite chaplain. mm -hmm. I have him on retainer chaplain spindle, big cross chaplain (laughs) spindle. Um, I've called him like, Hey, I've got someone to need. Do you have a few Mm -hmm. minutes? He's like, yeah, Yeah. Jen, I'll take care of him. Yep. Yep. And they, they, I know like, I was doing my Cobb quals, like, so you do the charge book or whatever, that's the Cobb CMC mm-hmm. quals, and you have to go talk to a chaplain as part of it. And they, that, I think that might have been when I learned about the, the, like, we don't have to tell anybody anything. They have like absolute okay. confidentiality unless they decide to maybe, or they might be so. bound by it. I don't know. I'd have to look it up, but so don't quote me on that part. But, I learned that, yeah, there's we both one, have homework. We got one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one of the chaplains in that area. There was I think there was three. Uh, and this guy was a full bird. And he was he was like, one of us has the cell phone at all times and we're accessible 24 mm-hmm. seven. So it's like you might yeah. may not be able to get uh, in to see a mental health professional, even though like right. you could go to the emergency room, I guess. But you can always right. get well, a hold of a chaplain. That's what we do, though. Yeah. If mm-hmm. when on our team, we feel like, and it's not that we feel someone's in a bad way, but we, we talk about it. Right. Yeah. So, um, you can kind of start to gauge whether or not somebody is just really needs to let some stuff out, mm-hmm. but you ask them like, you're going to hurt yourself. And they say, yeah. yes, like we're scrambling. Right, we're going right. to find their chain of command. We're going right. to get the cops. Uh, we're going to get the ambulance there. You mm. name it. Um, and that's what I cannot stress enough to commands is don't make that judgment call yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just don't. That, if they well, say they're going to hurt themselves, go. I would even say Every you time. can't. Like, you're not fucking qualified, period. End of no. conversation. No. You, unless you're on an aircraft carrier that has a psychologist or a psychiatrist on board, because I know right. they have psych people. That person mm-hmm. can make that judgment call. But even like, and, and I'm, I'm, this is another, I'm beyond my depth thing. I know there are mental health texts that are Corman. I would argue they're not qualified to make that judgment either. And I've heard oh, a lot of stories and read threads on Reddit and all kinds of stuff about them turning sailors away. Like, ah, you're fine. Like who the right. fuck are and you to say that? About. Like you, you're not qualified to make that judgment. Yeah. So when I get done talking to a sailor, I'm like, are you good? Are you going to hurt yourself? And they say, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're talking tomorrow. Do you promise? So then you have to start having those conversations. Like we're going to have follow through. Yeah. Now, one of the most unsettling things is, Somebody who's already made up their mind that they're going to kill themselves, mm-hmm. you're not going to know, right? Yeah. There's yeah. just going to be that that small group that's like they've made up their mind. There will be no warning signs. They're not giving anything away. They've just – it's that's it. Right. And 
there's nothing we can do about that. Yeah. But what we can do as a community and as, as members of society is to just have that constant engagement, right? To encourage the healthy life choices, to look out for the ones we think maybe they're drinking a little bit more than they should. Yeah. And we have to ask the question, are you going Ooh. to hurt yourself? Because again, it comes back to most of the time, if you ask somebody that question and they're right. thinking about it, they'll say yes. And if they're not, they'll be like, no, 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 I'm fine. Right. And so even one of my dear friends who is going through some stuff right now, I'm like, are you going to do anything stupid? He goes, no, I'm not going to do anything yeah, stupid. Yeah. Okay. My wife's done that to me. She's like, get in the habit of asking. She's like, if you ever, like, if you ever think that way or whatever, you better tell me. And I'm like, I would, like, because I tell know, me. like, the 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 primary reason why I would never ever do anything like that is because of the wreckage it would leave behind. Like, because of how many people. Sure, it would but hurt. you recognize that. You're right, right. But when in, you're in, that yeah. gone, uh, of course, you're not right. thinking about it. A hundred percent. Yeah, and and. I want to rewind a little bit because I feel like I was a little too harsh in my analysis of mental health tech Corman. I'm just saying they're probably forced into that position and told they have to do that. It, I'm right. not like, well, not I'm just saying, cut out for it either. well, but I'm just saying even whatever limited training they get is probably right. insufficient to deal with the scale of people that they get in there. And then they're probably pressured to like, get them through. Right. We got a line, that kind of shit. And, um, and there's only, pro I would imagine there's only a, a small, small single digit number of, of psychologists slash psychiatrists on an aircraft carrier. Um, so it's not no, like. But they need to get in yeah. the habit of pushing them to them. And, and that would right. hopefully drive the impotence to get the impetus to get more mm -hmm. mental health providers. Well, because if they keep kicking them back and one of them ends up hurting themselves, it's like, yeah, well, I. Great. I think now the what? best possible answer, and I'm not saying we shouldn't have more uh, robust mental health resources, like formal ones, and then also like probably informal mm -hmm. programs to not just educate, but just try to be like you're like you always keep saying to the left of all these things where we're proactively trying to like create the sense of belonging and community and value in those people and all that. But like it's. I talk to when I talk about mental health quite quite often I bring up if not always leadership and competence to me is the primary driver of acute mental health issues in the military particularly the navy because yeah, that's a what huge, I know. Huge. I feel like the response of we have to wildly scale up mental health resources and there just aren't like the excuse you get from MCPON level people are there's just mm -hmm. not enough people in the world that are doing this for a living. Like no matter then how we many have to do better as leaders, right? It's like if we could recruit every psychologist coming out of every university, we wouldn't have enough. And no. I, I believe that to be true. So you can't say we're doing the best we can when no, which there's is why not, I brought up the yeah, four happiness chemicals. I'm like, there's not enough mental health professionals in the world, but what we can do is unfuck leadership development and education and make right. it our number one priority in the training and development of enlisted sailors in the military. And if the, mm -hmm. the way that I talk about it is if you could get an objective quality increase in enlisted leadership of like 20%, right? That I'm, that's not even where I think it should be. I think we should be way, way better than that. But I'm just saying like, think about just like a small number, like an objective quality increase of 20%. Think about the number of problems that would solve because it touches fucking yeah. 
everything. Right. And so like the if you're if every chief in the Navy was 20 percent better at their job, and I don't mean their technical specialty necessarily, though, that helps. No, the emotional intelligence, just emotional intelligence, like the the leadership part of it, just taking care of your people. If I could tattoo Maslow's hierarchy of needs on the left hand of fucking every chief in the Navy, I would. But like (laughs) the if you could get an objective quality increase in those people in those roles of 20 percent. It would fucking you wouldn't need to scale up the the resources like I no. do think no. that a program like Warrior Toughness or a, a revamped rollout of Human Factor Councils or what the fuck ever. Mm-hmm. I, I think those things can be productive and they have a lot of potential mm-hmm. to to it, be you need more to, to than just that, though. Right. But I'm just saying, because like the the stressors that lead sailors to acute mental health 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 issues on the scale that we have. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like. A lot of those would just evaporate because they would. the stressors they would. go away. Like they they came here knowing this shit was going to be hard. Like they signed up for yes. hard. They didn't sign up yes. for unfucking bearable. They didn't tr- sign up for right. being dehumanized and treated like they're right. fucking disposable. Well, I would tell you, like they didn't grow up in Gen X like I did. We <laughs> that's we lived on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you know that's just the the running joke of like why Gen X is just such. A group of aliens because it's like whatever come at me i don't care um but i mean all kidding aside um we had to learn those coping skills you Mm. know we're the latchkey kids we had to learn how to adapt and overcome and and their coping skills are something that that people are struggling with a lot right now right and so it's trying to teach people how to fail like it's okay to fail. You just can't yeah. stay on your ass. Yeah. And so it's it's changing that mentality of I have to have it right now. No, you mm-hmm. don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I failed. It's all over. No, it's not. Right. Um, and it starts at the beginning. So yeah. it's yes, this generation is different. Um, I don't. I'm not going to say it's better or worse and different. It's just different. I don't. And we have to be able to help yeah. them be better at coping. I think a lot of times the generational thing is misinterpreted in that Mm -hmm. like so like present generation probably i don't know gen x or z or whatever the fuck is the prime primarily the chief's mess right so probably i think millennials and z now yeah millennial four yeah i'm 40 so i'm like barely gen x i think you're, no, you're a millennial, man. You're on, millennial? too late. Whatever, the fuck. Yeah, whatever. They're all bullshit anyway. But my point is, <laughs> the the current generation looks at the new generation as if they're worse than mm-hmm. they are, right? When in reality, that generation is not equipped to evaluate that the Correct. the new generation is actually better, smarter, faster. They're just but they're because just, the values are different because they're different. Right. Yeah. Because they're different. They misinterpret it as worse. Right. And it's like these kids are so goddamn smart. It blows my fucking mind. The conversations I've had on this podcast, even just like like I remember I had a I forget the name of the episode, but I had a greenside corpsman on. He was like a seaman. And this kid was articulate, smart as fuck. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. it was incredible. I felt like I was talking to like an officer or a first class or a chief or something. I mean, even better, right? Like, I mean, the kid was fucking smart and it's like, Mm -hmm. the more I interact with these people, the more I'm just like, nah, man, you got it backwards. They're bet. The potential in this generation is far beyond us. 
You just have it's on us to yeah, help toughen them up on ex- things that they haven't had to go through. Right. You just have to teach them all the tools and pass down the lessons and develop them and educate right. them. But then the problem, the rub is these people were never given the tools to do that properly. And so you just right. have this like catch 22 of like self looking you know, stamp. Yeah. <laughs> self yeah, it, It's true though. <laughs> Uh, another uh, one liner. Just going. So, yep. My husband. So these are all my husband's <laughs> fault. They wear off on me. I am they're not. Good. My well, husband's hilarious. High five your husband because they're fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Brian's the funny one, and he's got this deadpan expression because he'll oh, be like, God. "It's not fucking rocket surgery." And then yeah. everyone's like, "What did you just say?" He's yeah. got these mixed metaphors on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's like uh, my favorite years, mixed metaphor is from Boondock Saints, where he goes, "Why don't you make like a tree and get the fuck out of here?" And they're just like, "What?" Like, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them are um, mine. Most of them I steal from Brian. Like the yeah, disclosure, yeah, I'm yeah. funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're. I mean, we as a Navy have to do better with emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. and then you have to get past some of the dinosaurs that are sitting there. Like, yeah. that means you're soft. I'm like, no, it's it's understanding how the brain works and how to adapt and overcome. You know, yeah. we talk about that. Here's the aircrew side of me. A million years ago, I was aircrew. Um, you know, we had CRM, and part of it is adaptability and mm. flexibility. Like, right. how do you adapt and overcome to to difficult situations? Right. And um, I'll tell you, like, having gone to SEER school, you learn just how tough you really are and mm-hmm. that you can handle anything. So maybe we just got to send everyone out into the woods and beat the crap out of them. Like, I don't know what the right answer is. <laughs> I don't know is. about that, but uh, <laughs> I, I think it's... They're, it does they're, resiliency. They're for sure. And that's part of the warrior toughness thing. But there are for sure ways to build resiliency into people. But I don't I feel like the current generation of enlisted leadership and even even the wardroom, they look at them like, oh, well, they just need to be more resilient. It's like, yeah, or you, you can't just buy that at Costco. Well, no, I'm what I'm saying is like maybe they don't need to be more resilient, like. Sure, we need right. to teach more tools and all that kind of stuff, which I think we're kind of doing, like with the word toughness. Right. I don't know how widespread that is or how effective it is, but the I don't know. maybe they're just getting so crushed by your lack of leadership, competence, and emotional intelligence that if you unfuck yourself, they wouldn't need right. all, they wouldn't need to be more resilient. They'd be fine. Maybe and when you fuck, when worth you, a shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, when like, you beat somebody into the ground yeah. and you drive mission to the point where you right. have ground your your team into nothing, exactly. well, then there's nothing left. Yep. And so the Navy's mentality of do more with less, and it's like, nope, we're just going to kill people. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, dude, I, um, I just read, so I just finished a couple books. I read Captain Crozier's book, The Surf While You Can or whatever, and he had some stories in there. I love that, that man. I, I, I've been trying to get him on the podcast, and he, I don't remember if he full-on agreed. He kind of said he was down. Um. Right. But I was talking to him on LinkedIn and then he just kind of stopped responding. Um, it happens. People get busy, whatever. But he like, might be overwhelmed. Yeah. If anybody's got a line to him, like I'd love to talk to him. And I even said, like, I think he might have said, wait till the book comes out because then he can make it like a book thing, too, which I'm fine with. Okay. Like, it's a great book. But yeah, he was talking Everybody about um, money, man. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Hey, hit me up. I'll do it. I'll promote your book. I'm down because it's a great book. But go. He talked about that quite a bit. Like a lot of his examples in the book were the in the vein of emotional intelligence and just taking care of your people and letting them know you care mm-hmm. and letting them know it's okay to fail and all the things we've talked about. But then I just finished a book called The Culture Code um, that uh, a listener suggested to me forever ago. And I'm just not 
I, for a long time, I just kind of have not been reading. I was listening to some audiobooks, but I'd kind of yeah. flip. Through. I can't. I tell everyone I can't read because my ADHD. I'm like, I can't read. I <laughs> That's kind of because of my anxiety and just everything that was going on. It right. was, I, I had a hard time focusing. I have a lot of sleep issues, too. So it was like I would start reading. Mm-hmm. I get three pages in and want to go to sleep. But now, like, like what did I just read? I it's, forgot it all. <laughs> it's been part of my like sleep routine now is yeah. reading. And I've blown through like three books in the last week. And so, like, I went through the I finished the culture code finally. Um, and that book is like a must read. Like, it's in I'll put it on my audible list. And it's the type of book that answers almost all these questions. And it's hilarious because okay. one of the communities that they consistently reference among a bunch of other civilian circled ones are our SEAL teams. Right. And it's the the way in which they build teams and install value into their people and rally around each other and how like Mm -hmm. vast like within a team, a lot of a lot of like rank is just kind of discarded and everybody's just on the team. And um, there's positions where they're in charge and stuff, but like and there's that functionality but like everybody's calling each other by their first names and stuff i can attest to that i might have done a thing or two with them yeah so i've talked Um, to so dan is a naval special warfare tech and he's he's taught me more because i I still i'm down if i have any seals listening i would love to talk to one of them just to learn more about the community um and how leadership i know a guy i'll send him your way oh yeah that'd be dope because like i and it's just been it just hasn't happened like i've talked to an eod dude I don't think I've talked mm-hmm. to a Swick dude, but anyway, like it's I'm I'm interested in leadership side of it pr- primarily because I'm a big Jocko right. fan. I've listened to his him talk about it and the team guys that he has on talk about it. And then I've listened to a few other dudes like I'm a Jack Carr fan and um, okay. of his books. And uh, anyway, but the, so you know, in Admiral McRaven's thing, right? He's, oh, God, I've read every one of his books. And yeah. All right. So <laughs> the first I did a research paper is, on him for school. What's the first thing he say you got to do? Make your bed. Idiots. Make your bed. So that's completing a task. I like the sugar which is cookie thing. The reward. Yeah. yeah, I do I like too, the but sugar you go, we'll thing. circle back. It's hilarious. But mm. it's the reward chemical. You've completed a task. Yeah, yeah. It is. It circles it is. right it's back. It's a thing. Back. Yeah, no, it's it's a thing it, for sure. Do like, a task. Um, even if it's something simple. Yeah, like it. I, um, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of the culture code because it, it calls out so many things that are common amongst all these successful teams. And he he draws this line across like a bunch of different civilian organizations that are just wildly different in so many ways. But they're yeah. uh, when you break down what they're doing to be successful as teams, it's the same thing. Like and SEALs are one of the examples and they're it's the same thing. Like and it's like, why aren't we doing this everywhere? And so like that that book's incredible. I'm going to do a bunch of podcasts on it and stuff. But good God, like it's it's culture code. I'm writing this down. It's a it's a great illustration, like where he kind of pulls it all together in a great way. It's a great illustration Mm -hmm. of. Um, why these things are so important, like why emotional intelligence is so important, why like installing a right. sense of belonging is so important, why um, and what you, the Navy would call over communicating is, right. is so important, which I hate that fucking well, word. So, just like I hate intrusive. Right. But this circles but, back to exactly what I said in the beginning. You didn't get mm-hmm. that sense of belonging in 2020 for these guys that came in. Right, so you get exactly. this whole group that feel broken and disconnected. Uh-huh. And you wonder why you have sailors right now who exactly. are not, they're dysfunctional. Yep. And it's, I mean, some of it's their fault, you know, for the ones that are just like, fuck you, I'm not gonna do my job. And then yeah. there's ones it's like inherently it's just, but they the, came into a broken system. The thing that blows my mind the most is that's a pretty short book and it's, 
the, what I got out of it was like, and it's not a new book. Like it's within probably the last six years, I would guess. I'd have to look. But okay. like the thing that struck me so hard was the answers are out there and readily available. Why the fuck are we not listening okay. to all these smart kids? You know what I mean? Like Simon Sinek's done a bunch of work mm-hmm. with the military and I'm not like, I'm not like a huge Simon Sinek fan. Like his stuff's pretty good. Some of the videos I've watched, I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. But I, I have this th- programming that prevent me from getting super deep on guy because he's not like he's never done it as far as I can tell. Like, and I have this thing. It's a stupid analogy, but like I heard Mark Wahlberg say one time that I don't take fitness advice from somebody that's not in better shape than me. And that's kind of the way that I view most things, even mm-hmm. though I'm I'm obviously open to listening to leadership things from other people that weren't in the military. And, and but like, yeah, I feel like you kind of had to have done it and, and been successful ish, you know, for me to be able to take you seriously. Unless he was like, if he was just a doctor of something and doing research, okay, that like, I'm in, I'm in on like paying attention to that, even though I am always a little more skeptical of that than I am somebody who's actually done it because it's easy to like do research and come to conclusions, having never been in a real leadership position in your life and come to conclusions that it's like, okay, that sounds nice, but it's bullshit when you try to apply it. Um, So that's like, for him, I'm a little like iffy, but he's done a ton of work with the military and he's got some pretty smart things to say. And so there's all these people out there that are ready and willing to like teach and help and whatever, like give echelon front a fucking government contract, like just Jocko's leadership consulting firm. Yeah. Like, and they'll fix it Uh, in like a week. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like fuck. And it's just like, I don't understand why the institution hasn't just been like, Hey, Jacko, come on, fuck this. Or, hey, whoever, like, or assemble do. a team or whatever, you know, like. I will, you'll laugh. You might laugh at this. Maybe, maybe not. So um, where I got a lot of my emotional intelligence training and mm. for leadership, because I tell everyone, like, I'm the okayest chief ever. Like, no. <laughs> um, just, But... Um, I learned a lot about emotional intelligence and leadership through Boy Scouts. So I am okay. a scout master. I used to be a cub master, but I went through the Boy Scouts uh, leadership training called Wood Badge. Okay. And so you had to learn about communication, conflict resolution, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. And you had to give all these presentations and really start to understand it because, you know, I'm dealing with these these kids. They're like adolescents. So they're all just like, wow, hormones and yeah. try to get them to not freak out. Um, and I took a lot that I learned there and, and applied it at work because, again, you know, it's like – sailoring like yeah, leading sailors yeah. is just more curse words than leading kids yeah and it, it, it's it's amazing when you listen to what they're saying you understand what they're trying to say and you're able to diffuse conflict mm-hmm. it goes along with like that's right. huge for leadership and we've got ones who are they're not listening they're not effectively communicating yeah. so yeah. you don't know that what you've said has actually been received the way it needs to be received mm-hmm. and all you hear is like man chief's a dick and <laughs> they're not fucking listening to me they're not like that and that's what not, right your example earlier of him focusing on the fact that you called some chief by their first name and how dare you like sh- are you fucking yep. stupid like could make this shit up and, and i get like I, I am probably too generous on the like the institution didn't prepare him. He's incompetent. It's not all his fault kind of thing. But it's like I, when stuff like that's happening on such a routine basis, the, like the only thing I can come up with is 
it goes all the way to the tippy top. Like they're all this way, you know, and one of the examples, even though it's not, you know, it's not like a smoking gun, but one of the examples I use a lot is it, I did a, I have a degree in organizational leadership that I just, I was just doing a bachelor's degree so that I had a bachelor's degree when I retired for like getting a job or whatever. So just say, yep, I got a degree. Um, Here you go. Yeah. And it, it was, it wasn't terrible. Like it was all online. Um, but I did a, uh, assignment or paper on something um and i read this um letter from uh rear admiral howe when he was the commandant of the war college and he wrote this letter Mm -hmm. and in the letter among other things he states that he had these like he says he has these revelations he had these revelations and i think it was the first one but one of them was leadership is the most important thing and what struck me was not that he had that recognition but that he is finishing his tenure as the commandant of the fucking war college post command post major command probably 30 years into his fucking career and he's just now having the revelation that leadership is the most important thing which is to me is a very vivid though you know like anecdotal i guess expression of indictment on the system holy shit we have a problem you know what i mean like yes like yes because i had a conversation with my uh man ellison from uh test depth and the only on the midwatch podcast he's a submarine vet um about he he asked me a question to the effect of like um what things would you delete it to accommodate more robust leadership development and education and i'm like fucking everything i would delete everything before i i took anything away from leadership development education he's like whoa that's a bold statement i'm like is it though because like while i think the the schools and the trainers and all the things that we have that make us better like more tactically proficient more capable of fighting the ship and all those things i think they're very important and i think that they're it's great to be able to go into a fire trainer and fight a fake fire in in like a controlled environment like not that it doesn't have some danger but it's a controlled environment real yeah right but what I'm what I'm saying, though, is I can teach you how to fight a fire and do just mad fire drills on the submarine at sea. Mm-hmm. And we do constantly. So right. it's like those things are nice, but I would delete that in a fucking heartbeat if I could get robust leadership development and education, just brick and mortar fucking NCO academies at every major fleet concentration areas. And it, and he well, and like wanted me to the def- Navy comes out with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wanted me to like sorry, defend sorry, it. No, I'm just saying he wanted me to defend it because he's like, oh, that's a hot take. I'm like, I don't think it is because when you w- when I can teach you everything that I need to teach you otherwise mm-hmm. on the warfare platform that we're putting in into like we're putting it out to sea or on deployment or that we're applying to do the mission. It's like and, th- and it's not always true, right? Like seals need to run and gun with little paint squibs or whatever the fuck in a mount site and do what they do in that way. But and have people, yeah, have people watch them and whatever, right? But I can train how I fight on a submarine at sea. End of end of conversation. It's really nice to have the safety. Like we have this crazy trainer that's like mounted on these hydraulics that moves around and does everything. Looks Mm -hmm. just like the control room of a submarine. So we can go in there and Mm -hmm. simulate all these casualties, and it behaves just like a submarine would, and makes the alarms and the indications and everything. It's very realistic. And it's incredible because I can't kill everybody if I fuck up. It's it's great. It's very valuable. 
But I can also do that on a submarine and it's relatively safe outside of the inherent danger that is just submarining. Sinking the submarine. Yeah, yeah, I'm just so I'm 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 talking I'm like, dude, like it it's more important than everything. But nobody seems to recognize that fact. I'm not saying Ellison didn't. I just was like, oh, like (laughs) that's extreme. But like, yeah, it's just like add to it, man. Go ahead. What we're lacking the most here in in things that you you cannot teach give a shit, right? You cannot. I, I don't teach know if that's true. Shit. I don't know if that's true. You can encourage and you can promote, but that comes from inside. Define so give a shit. Worthless. Um, like okay. what do you? So well, like, how do you having, view it? Let's say you're having a bad day, right? Like mm-hmm. we're gonna go back to like giving somebody a hug, and they're like, "No, I'm not gonna give that person a hug. Fuck that," because you know I'm in the navy. We don't hug mm-hmm. people. You're missing the give a shit right there. Like the other but person needs that human connection. If you have a culture of because this is this is my theory on on that kind of stuff. Like the example you gave, it's like every chief's mess I've ever been in. It's like National Geographic. It's like the National Geographic channel, right? People they're nuts adapt to their surroundings like they. Oh, this mm-hmm. is what we're doing. OK, I'll do that. Right. Yeah, so there's so this if herd it's mentality. The flies, then pig right. Is but what I'm what I'm saying is, if we created a culture where it was completely okay to give that sailor a hug, and not just not just that it's okay, but that's kind of part of our identity is we take but care we're of our not people. There, I know, I agree with you, but I'm just saying we have to. So it, you're we right, could okay. teach it. Maybe it's not teach, give a shit. Yeah, we have to change the culture so where people yes. are yes. more in tune with that human level, and you can still be in the navy, and you can right. still be a leader. And leaders 100%. actually care yeah. because um, it sucks when you have to get that phone call and it's mm-hmm. like your sailor's dead. Well, and the to me, the like, obviously, the worst part is the sailor's dead. But if that was me, which thank God, like I've had people I worked with take their own life, like people I know, but like it's never been a sailor that directly worked for me where I would have felt like culpability. I would have been like it would have fucking wrecked me. But luckily, or because I put so much work in or both, I guess, is my sailors knew they could call me. And and that would be what would crush me is that that sailor didn't feel like they could call me in that moment and didn't and then took their own life. And so that's to me, that's like the the most illustrative scenario you could paint for for why the shit is so important is like. Most chiefs, if you ask them, would say, oh, yeah, they totally call me. It's like, yeah, but would they, though? And and then if you went and asked their sailors, I feel like most of their sailors would be like, like fuck, fuck, no, I'm not, no, I'm not calling, calling a chief. Him. Like, that's the right. last person I would call. He doesn't give a fuck. So, and that's or how she doesn't give a fuck. My team you know what I mean? These phone calls because yeah. we sit in Discord. We're coconut joking with them. Right. Showing it we're real people. And like, yeah. oh, hey, yeah. You You're just that. humanizing yourself. Uh, that's all that's happening. That's it. So now they because people would a- act like it was a high bar or that was like a, Oh, it takes a lot of time to do that. I'm like, bullshit. I would go down on submarines where I'm the, I'm the scary master chief. That's there to give them their SMI. Everybody's on their best behavior, wearing their Sunday's best. Everything is packaged for my consumption. At that point, I would walk down on the submarine, drop my shit, go directly to the galley, walk in, roll my sleeves up, wash my hands, start coking and joking. It took me about 30 seconds to disarm those kids before they were telling me their deepest, yep. darkest secrets. So it's just that like... It's no different than the basket of candy bullshit. to trap a sailor. Yeah. All I did was right. establish who I am and what's okay mm-hmm. immediately. I walked yep. in there. It's okay they to talk to, to this master. This dude's cool. 
it's okay to talk to him. He, you're yep. projecting. That's one of the big things in the culture code. I'm just project projecting to them that it, it's safe. This is safe. You can do whatever you want in yes. here, and I'm not going to give a fuck. Right. You could call me by my first because name, it, and I wouldn't correct you. Doesn't. It, I don't it, care. It doesn't mean you're not going to hold them accountable if they do. Right. They're not supposed. I'm to still do. doing the inspection, but, but there's no reason we can't have a good time. Let's go. I want to disarm exactly. them. I want them to relax. I want them to do their job because they're going to do better when they're not yes. like on edge. Right. I want them to exactly. do well, but I also want to see them do it when they're not like trying to pretend they're like this, like they're doing everything right all the time and they're perfect and whatever. Right. Like I, I want to disarm them to so they'll relax and then maybe I'll see more of what happens on a daily basis, which may be good or not. But then also right. I don't you want can identify them to flaws yeah. to help. I, but also and then on top of that, like when they get back to home port, like I'm a resource. I want you to reach out to me for training, for questions, for help, for whatever. And so I don't want you to be intimidated by me or afraid of me. And it's mm -hmm. like and and that's the thing about chiefs that probably it's up there on the list. I don't know. But like, it's one of those things that drives me the most nuts is this idea that you have to have this like persona, like the the your CMC shitting on you about the first name thing. It's like, uh, how insecure are you in your authority and in your position and it, just mentally in general? If that's the thing you have to worry about, it's like I was I was the opposite. Like I would go out of my way to disarm people, tell them to calm down, chill out, don't worry about it. Yeah, like you don't have to call me master chief well, every single time. Like relax. Because I know right. I'm a master chief. I don't need to flex on anybody. And if I'm doing it correctly, they're going to have this deference and like level of respect for me and trust in me that it's just that's just going to happen by by virtue of me being a good leader. So like I don't have to enforce yes. it. I don't have to remind them of my legitimate yep. authority like it's ever present. It's, it's sewn on my fucking collar, like, or pinned or whatever. Like, I'm not wearing anchors on my panties. My name is yeah, Jen. Just it's right here, dude. Like, yeah, it's right here <laughs> on my collar. I don't need to project that because they can see it. Right. You know what I mean? And so it's like, and it, you always have the capacity to rein it in. That tool is always in your tool belt. Yes. Like, if they cross a line or right. get too familiar or whatever, you can, it's super easy to remind them that I'm a master chief. But I don't need to get that tool out almost ever if I'm doing it right. But that's a competency that we right. need to educate people on and, and whatever. But yeah. Now, I wanted to share something with you which might break your brain. And I challenge everybody that, that's going to you know, listen and see this. Okay. I want you to Google U.S. Navy suicide prevention and okay. see what is not the first hit. So I use DuckDuckGo. Is that okay for this exercise i don't care google okay. is a verb u.s navy suicide prevention bazinga i got suicide prevention my navy hr link okay so i've got veterans crisis line which is good well you're okay. lucky i guess it's your search engine but the it's problem is go is unbiased supposedly i don't know okay that's why i use it what we have encountered here is that there's not a whole lot of information on here to be helpful. Okay. And what Grant did is he actually built a wonderful website to give to the Navy. And unfortunately, really? the Navy has not taken it yet. Is it live? And we're hoping that... Can I go uh, to it? I don't... No, no, no. He uh -oh. was, he was going to give it to them okay. to put up there, right? Okay, to yeah, display yeah. Because this was just such a, a... When you come to this page, you look at suicide prevention, like, there's yeah. not a lot there. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking but, really there's not but a lot. There. It's all programmatic. It's all like it's almost like a PR thing. Like the way that they roll out all this right. shit, it's the, one. They're addressing a symptom of a problem almost always. And then two, it's like now, this very sanitary, robotic, fucking programmatic 
mm-hmm. approach like the we talked about with the you human had factors to Google council. that exact phrase to get there, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when you look at where it's located, it's um under my Navy HR, yeah. support and services, culture and resilience, suicide prevention. So if I just yeah. Google it and I'm just I gotta go through like five scroll. links to get there, yeah. <laughs> I wonder I need the Navy to put this front and center. Yeah. I wonder I wanna go it to It needs my... to be front and center. Navy H. Not that anybody's going to start at my Navy HR to begin with, but um, so I'm on their page. You can't find the it first thing is talking about PRT shit. There's a bunch of links. Go down to the bottom. No, no. Yeah, there's nothing front and center. It, like the word suicide is not even on the first the Navy page. Navy needs to put like this suicide prevention or anything. Correct. Interesting. So this is where we are challenging the Navy to do better. Yeah, that's pretty not great. Um, Seriously. Yeah, I, well, and, and, and the, so I'm hoping that they'll take Grant's layout that he came up with and run with it because it has a ton of resources. Yeah, I mean, fuck, send it to me. I'll put it on my website. I like whatever in lieu I'll of. Grant to I don't send know. it to you. It might get him sure. blacklisted because <laughs> I'm uh, not. You can't get Grant any more blacklisted. I, I was going to say I'm not very popular in the halls of the Pentagon. Um, but anyway, like <laughs> I don't give a you. flying fuck I mean, and I'll make that website go live as soon as he sends it to me. Um, I'm I'll happy him, to do uh, it. I'll, yeah, he's working right now. All right. But the yeah, and then that way we can. The Navy yeah. has to do this. We can even do a short URL or something. We'll figure it out. So that okay. way you guys can like blast it out to people and it'll be the hub for, you know what I mean? That way they just have somewhere to land. I'm happy to do it if Grant wants to. Okay. I don't know if he's like, if it's the actual website or if he just built like the landing page with all the resources. I'll yeah, whatever, he, was whatever. However like, I can help. If Grant wants sure. to do it himself, I, whatever. I like, I'm in to help if I can. And if that aligns with what he, your goals are and stuff. He offered it to current Mick Pond mm-hmm. who declined. Yeah. Well, fuck him. I got you, fam. Let's go. So we're hoping that, that we get a change of mindset. Yeah. A bit, yeah. That, I mean, that's like what, um, that's kind of my like mission statement almost nowadays is like the leadership development education is always number one. But then like I, I started it when I recognized a problem that the Navy wasn't filling. Right. And I was like, OK, right. I can do something about this. And it was all it was only at, at the beginning. I was only focused on junior CSs. And then I was like, OK, mm-hmm. but I'm getting all these questions from prior students I can create a resource that doesn't mean I have to respond to them every single time so that I I can just force multiply myself and they can access it whenever they want, wherever they are. But then I was like, well, it stands to reason if these CSs are all having these same problems, then the every other junior sailor in the Navy is very likely having similar problems. But then it morphed into this thing where I I would say probably 60% of my listeners are E6 and above. So then I was like, oh, this is interesting. I didn't see that coming, even though it's it's logical when I like look at it now. But um, well, because they're like, oh, who's talking shit? <laughs> well, I grew up with the podcast, too. Right. So I started I was I started it in 2013. So I was like a God damn, mm-hmm. am I 10 years in it? No, it was later than that. I think it was 2016. <laughs> but anyway, it's been like eight years. Um, the uh, I was a chief. Right. So I was and I mean, I'd been a chief right. for a while, but I was you know, just chief. And then I made senior chief and then I made master chief. So like I grew along with it. So did my influence, understanding, maturity, all those things. Mm-hmm. So then it, it, as I grew with it, I think the audience kind of grew like in its, like the demographic ex- expanded basically. But, um, right. the, but also like it, I, I want to, 
if there's something the Navy's not doing that I can do, especially now that I'm outside of it and I, I have free reign to do whatever the fuck I want. So like stuff like this, like, okay, you tried to do it that way. You tried to get the institution to do it and they are not interested. Mm -hmm. Fuck them. Let's go around them. Let's go through them. Let's go over them. Whatever. Like if we can do it, like, cause I was going to ask you, like, have you and Grant ever go gone down like the thought experiment or literally like gone down the road of like, uh, let's form a nonprofit. Let's do this. Let's do that. Especially now that uh, you're on your way out to retirement and then he's already out. So like, have you no, guys ever thought but that's about a good idea. something like that? Yeah. Um, we've been just doing this all volunteer force and, mm -hmm. you know, I'll put the shameless plug out there that if you have emotional intelligence and want to help, please Fuck message yeah. me. Um, I'll put you, I'm, I'm going to put you in contact Discord. with a few people too, that I think would be valuable sure. resources, but I don't want to put blast their names uh, out now, but I have no, that's thoughts. fine. Um, um, but I, you know, anything we can do to, to stop this because I'm, I'm like yeah. 22 a day is still too much. I'm like, mm -hmm. so our motto for a while, there was like until there's none. Right. Um, we care so much yeah. and we want big Navy to, actually care instead of just the platitudes like yeah. oh here five layers deep on the website on avhr yeah, yeah. Or something about suicide prevention like, that, there, uh, yeah. it needs to be loud they they take it about as seriously as like a, a clothing vendor takes their fucking return policy like you got to go looking for it and that's what it's it shouldn't fucking be that way like this shit it, it's obviously no. a problem that's not going away and is getting progressively worse especially now that the context is this hellscape of manning and retention that's just exacerbating right. every other problem we've always had it's just like this isn't going to get any better anytime soon unless they start really like really taking a round turn on it and and being proactive they do they have to take a much deeper look at what the problem is and and the problem is the leaders for the most yeah. part yes you're going to have the other reasons like relationship issues is a big yeah. one. We're yeah. not gonna be able to control that, but we have to be right. able to be That's there never to gonna go be away. That support. Right. You know? There there is a certain level of like mental health stress that's always gonna exist because right. it's fucking just part of what we do. And that's that's is what it is. Like mm -hmm. people are always gonna be going into combat. People are always gonna be in casualties. Right. People are always gonna, you know, like ship collisions, fuck you name it. Sexual assault. There's always gonna be trauma right. and scar tissue. Like no one gets out of this thing unscathed. But like the kind of that's kind of what I was saying earlier with the like they know what they signed up for. I don't think sexual assault qualifies as they know what they signed up for. It's hard, but my point, yeah, I didn't ask for it, but it was like right. a bonus feature, I guess. But my point right. being, sorry, I don't take that lightly. That, yeah. Anymore. My point being that there's just certain things that'll never go away. And a large right. part of that is just the inherent stress that is being in the military. Like it's dangerous. It's right. hard. It's long hours. It's whatever, but they know so the, about the majority that. of that. They signed up for and accept the majority yes. of that. Right. So like, but we as leaders, it's incumbent upon us to take that extra step yes. to go and be like, all right, this sucks, but it's going to suck right. and we're going to do it together. Right. And, and that's where these soft techniques come in of like, yeah. remembering they're human and how right. was your weekend? And do you want some candy? And maybe we should bring a dog <laughs> in here so you can play with them and let's go get some fresh air for a little bit yeah. because maybe y'all haven't seen the sun today. Mm -hmm. Um, little things that are scientifically backed that yeah. will help people well, feel better. And there's like interventions that 
leaders can take that like the one I always used to do was drink runs and my supply officer sometimes she would like run to McDonald's and come back with just a sack of burgers and fries when we're in the middle of like a 14 hour food load and just like yeah. everybody's super stressed out Hungry, like when I would bitchy. yep when I'd feel that happening I'm just like hey I'll be back in like 20 minutes because it's a hike like the the way the base the base right. here is set up because they're nuclear missile submarines allegedly so there's like it's your upper base your a little bit of security a little bit yeah so like from upper yeah. base like from where like the mini mart is or the navy exchange uh-huh. it's legitimately gonna take you 20 minutes to get to the brow like where you and you, so things that you know so it's like i leave go yeah. come back park go go down to the boat and then i got a sack full of everybody's favorite whatever energy drink tea so right and and you can like start planning for that if you're mm-hmm. smart as a leader you can start planning for that sort yeah. of stuff in advance right if yep. you're looking you're like okay i know that coming up we're gonna have this shit yeah gonna yeah. Happen. yeah maybe that's the day that bring i bring in you. brownies yep. or, or whatever yeah. um you know or you plan as a group like I'm not trying to push mandatory fun because not everybody's down for it. But right. if you're like, hey, we know we're going to have a long haul. So if everybody brings like their favorite thing to share that day, we can break for a bit, eat some snacks, mm-hmm. get our levels back up and get back to work. Or like you're saying, come back in with something for everybody yeah. to show that you care. Um, and it goes a long way just to not drive your people into the ground because right. when they're when their tank is empty, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> and no wonder they're feeling like crap and sad because and yeah. the other part to remember is that it's pain. So if they're physically hurting, your stress mm. level goes up. Your stress yep. level goes up. Your anxiety goes up, and then mm. it's just like you can't break the loop. Yeah, it's like a doom. And so cycle. you have to find yeah. a way to get something to stop. Mm. Yeah. So tell me, like, as we wrap this thing up, tell me. Um, like the so that you have like all the things that you have so like you and grant have this informal collab going on where are the places that people can go to find like the the an ability to like vent uh like access all the people that are involved talk maybe shoot sure. up a flare whatever like where, where are all the places they can um go? so we sit on the navy's discord um mm. and i will have to look up what that is because i don't have that committed to memory of what the yeah, that little hyperlink. But, you can just send me that that Discord link and I'll put yeah. it in the show notes so people can access it. Yep, I can do that. So inside there, there's going to be all these different channels like 1MC and, mm. you know, there's the venting channel. Then there's the mental health here one. And so that's where Lifeline predominantly will sit. Okay. But um, as I sit on the server, um, let's see what – my nickname on there is – Jenny Bop, because that's what my best friend used to call me. So if you're looking on the Navy Discord for Jenny Bop, that's me. Okay. Um, and we have uh, our names are all in red. If you're on Lifeline, so you can instantly tag. Oh, so you and know see who they who's are. Going to help you. Okay, I got you. Right, so you know who they are. And when you look at the members list um, on Discord, as I'm pulling this up to look at it, right now there are eight people on the Lifeline to help. Um, list for lifeline coordination and i've got corman on there i've got some yeoman i mean it's just got a variation and they're all volunteers okay. mm-hmm. and um you know you will see a rank identifier on there i don't want you to chief me because if you do yeah. i'll still tell you just to yeah. call me jen um but we are all here to help you and if you are someone listening that wants to get involved please do um, for sure i can be found on I'm on the book of faces. <laughs> um, so I'm easy to find um, yeah. on Facebook. You should see two accounts because one's my primary and the other one is for when I get zucked and I get 
my first profile locked up because they don't like me. Uh, that's um, funny. Yeah. Yeah, my backup profile. Uh, so there should be a picture like of my dog and then of me making pointing at my stupid face and for the other yeah. one. But either way, you're going to find me. <laughs> okay. um, we have posted our phone numbers on Discord. Like mm. we are very open about this. Okay. We want to talk to you. That's dope. Yeah. And, don't and, want you hurting. Send and if you're not comfortable talking to me, I got other people. Right. Yeah. And send me all the things that you're willing yeah. to share. I'll put every single link in the show sure. notes. So you just got to go to details on whatever you're listening to it on and, and that, that it'll all be there. So and then if people yeah, like we just want people to know they're not mm, alone. Yeah. 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 For At sure. All. And, and it, th- those things are really valuable, like even just the regular like I've noticed like the regular discord servers are like I have a discord server and within the mm-hmm. just the main general channel, like I, the other day I was just watching this discourse happen and I was just like, man, I'm really proud of what's happening in here. And like that, even when it gets contentious, you guys are are being pretty fair and working it out and having good conversations. We're trying to see how the right. other side sees it and all that. And then also, like, the, when I said that, one of the chiefs that's in there, he's like, man, I love this because within my mess, people aren't willing to have these types of conversations. So it's nice to have a right. place to go and talk about this stuff. And it's just like, even just that function, I feel like, is is a stress reducer and an anxiety reducer because yeah. you just get to, like, get those things out and have the conversation and not be alone in, th- in thinking these things or having a problem with what's going on or whatever. Like, it's super valuable just being in the main navy discord or they have a million channels on the navy discord and then i have mine and there's a yeah there's a myriad (laughs) of others there's reddit there's all these functions where you can kind of get in there and just get it all out man and like it's a great platform for for um finding like-minded people that are willing to listen and have that conversation with you and kind of sometimes just commiserate and and empathize and stuff um but yeah i think it's super super valuable we do have some some ground rules we tell everyone like suicide is not a joke i'm not going to tolerate anyone making jokes about suicide right um we're not going to go and knock anybody for saying they're not feeling good Mm -hmm. um you know it's like where the angry mom voice comes up like hell no we're not doing this um It can be as public or private as you need. If you want to DM one of us, that's fine. Um, Mm -hmm. And what we as a team are going to do, we're going to talk you through this, right? And we're going to look and just see where your head's at. And yeah, we're going to ask the hard question. Yeah. And and I just, again, cannot stress enough. I know I've said it. I'm going to keep saying it. But I really need commands out there to just respond immediately, right? Don't analyze what they're doing. If they say they're thinking about hurting themselves... Don't talk them out of it. Yeah. Just take them to go get help. Well, yeah. That's it's it. like, imagine, oh God, my stupid chair is broken and it keeps sinking. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, it's like, you, you. what if you're wrong? It's like one of those things where it's like, it's just such a high cost that it's like, what if you're wrong? So just right. don't and give yourself that opportunity. And even if this person has cried you know? wolf, who cares? Yeah. Let the mental health professional say they're happen. crying wolf. Let that be the person. Right. And, it, says, and here's the thing is like, yeah. they'll chapter themselves out. They will get themselves mm-hmm. removed from the Navy on their own if they're making. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Let other the thing. process work. Yeah. The other thing I'll shout out as a resource too is I mentioned a couple times with Project Refit. It's their site is projectrefit.us. And if you go there, they, they do, I think it's two weekly Zooms where it's, they call them radio checks i think because he's army vet so you know mm-hmm. some army terminology there but it's a it's a group yep. of like wildly varying veterans and active duty service members or some police officers and first responders 
And it's just this Zoom call where a bunch of people get together. One of them is broadcasted live on the website one of the days. The other one is completely mm-hmm. private. And it's just a place to go find a community to vent to. And it's like the combating isolation thing. So it's like that's another right. resource if people just want to talk. And they're not mental health providers. Yeah. Nobody's counseling or diagnosing. They're just like talking. They're just like, hey, come talk. Um, and almost all yeah. of them have have lived experience with mental health stuff. And and so it's like I've done it several times when I was having a hard time. That's cool. I found it productive. So it's like that's another resource out there that like I highly recommend leveraging. It's like his nonprofit project refit has that okay. resource available. So. US, got and I'll, I'll send you. Uh, yeah, and the I'll other thing to tell too. people. Perfect. The other thing I tell people is like if you notice someone's just going through some shit, mm-hmm. it takes no time at all to send them a message like, hey, man, buddy, check you. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I do that just a lot ask. with just the oh, homies, I buddy check everybody with the homies from the podcast and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I just check in and it's not even like, like, all right, are you all right? It's just like periodically like, hey, how you been? Like, what's going on? What are you what are you yep. been up to? And and then just letting them know that I'm here and I'm thinking about them and whatever. Mm-hmm. And it gives them that it opens the door for them where they don't even have to go through the anxiety of contacting me, you know, and it's like, I find a lot of times (laughs) I find a lot of times that's when people will open up. It's like, I'll, I'll go check on them and they'll be like, nah, actually I'm, I'm not doing great. And here's why and whatever. I've had that happen where I've like jumped on the phone with people, right? What, like I was in the middle of like rebuilding my porch or something because the wood was rotted out. And I like got on the phone for an hour with this dude about what was going on in his life because it's just like he needs somebody to talk to. And it's like it, it, mm-hmm. that, those are the times where it's like he, he, he'll he shoot a message. I'm like, what's going on, man? And then I'm not doing great. And then it's like, all right, call me right now. Like I, I'm outside sweating my, sweating my ass off, like knee deep in this project. Yeah. And I just, just put my tools down and talk to him on the phone. Well, because I mean, the wood's already rotted. It's not going yeah, to be. It's not. Yeah, right? it's not going to. You know, nothing's on fire. We're fine. So no. it's way more important to do yeah, that. Take but care also, of each other. Yeah. Open it Love up. Love each other. Yep. Squidlets. I mean, <laughs> all the squidlets. I love, I love that term. I, I'm making stickers. I already got the t-shirt ideas are already like going on. So, well, all right. I was at a school and, um, you know, I was a first class with all these baby sailors. Yeah. At first I couldn't understand like, why won't they talk to me? And, Ooh. uh, my leading seaman who was my age because he, uh, went through buds and got hurt and everything, but he yeah, said, yeah. they just went through boot camp and got yelled at by a first yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. They're scary. Like, <laughs> They're terrified. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Like, come on, squid. Let's let's go. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> so. amazing. Well, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, I had a good time. Thank you. Um, this has been a very positive outlet for us, yeah. uh, especially for me, because, like I said, the bad encounter with the unnamed ship was mm. my drive. I'm like, I'm going to talk to D guts because yeah. I need to channel this into something hey, healthy. That's what we're here for. I'm happy to amplify the message, give a megaphone to people that are in those positions. Like that's. That's love it. One of the points. So like, I'm super glad we were able to do it. Now watch Navy will hold up my retirement and yell at me or something. Ah, and I'm, no. like, I'm going to have to smoke pot like right before. They just wouldn't so do that because <laughs> no, then I'd go in on him for that too. And he doesn't want any more podcasts that say Mick Pond memo or anything to that effect. <laughs> no, Let we want go. Mick Pond to take our message of suicide <laughs> yeah, prevention and put right. it on the front page. hundred percent. And uh, you know, like hopefully this helps, but. You know, I don't yep. yeah, save I don't our squidlets. Indeed. There you go. That's the title. Save our squidlets. All right. <laughs> 
All right. I hope you all enjoyed that. Uh, I had fun. Um, the, just full of quips, that one. Uh, Fick Pond and Squidlets and just all kinds of stuff that I'm definitely going to remember and probably use in the future. Uh, you might even see some stickers coming out. Maybe we'll use one of the ideas to raise money for mental health or something. But yeah, I, I had a great time talking to her. And it's yeah, I mean, it's like I said in the intro, it's just super encouraging um, to see sailors fixing these problems. Um, and wouldn't it be nice if big Navy just cut people like this a check? You know what I mean? Like just invent a job for Grant Khan and Jen Schooley <laughs> at the Pentagon or wherever. I don't know. Put them in a dusty office and fucking wherever or have them work remotely. Um, but let them do this for you because you clearly clearly are having a problem figuring out the best way to handle this issue. Um, and I, I was encouraged. You, you may have seen, I shared on my story, a bunch of the McPon reels where he's talking to the chief of chaplains about this kind of stuff. It's a, it's a, a great step. I'm, I'm really, um, you know, like surprised and encouraged that you, you're seeing this McPon do that. And, but that's like a, it's a tiny, tiny step like they're Yeah, they're talking about it and they're putting out there that there are some resources and and it's great. I, I love that the the chief of chaplains was was saying the things that he was saying. Um, me and Jen talked about chaplain stuff specifically before I even saw those reels about what a great resource they are and all that kind of stuff on the podcast. So it's it's really encouraging, but also like there's such a long, long way to go. And there's a there's like a tangential chance that those reels provide information to a sailor that then acts on it and it saves their life like and that's why it's great that that he did that but with the the things that grant jen and their team are doing they're literally i I got to watch it the other day they're literally saving sailors lives it's I watched the other day where like they were alerted about a sailor that was having issues. They I watched in real time on the discord server as these people work together to track them down. Um, they found that person. They uh, made sure they were OK. They made contact with them. And then uh, she privately shared um, some of the screenshots of of like that person telling her like how appreciative they were of of her willingness to help and just like just how great it was to know that there was somebody there for them and that um that they had that that resource to lean on and that they were in fact doing a lot better and they appreciated it and all this kind of and it's just i mean all it takes is something like that imagine if you scaled that up imagine if you just took what they're doing and you're just hiring veterans and retirees to uh, staff this like discord server slash whatever you want to make it. And, and I really, really passionately believe in, um, in reaching sailors where they are. So you could even just make an app. Um, and please for the sweet love of Christ, hire a professional to do it because the people that made the Navy app blocker apps, yikes. Um, but yeah, I mean like something as simple as like being able to alert a network of people kind of like the Project Refit uh, app, just something to that effect. Um, yeah, I mean, I, or get behind the Project Refit app. 
DOD, cut them a check, whatever, whatever it is. Um, there's so many, there are so many efforts out there and it's mind boggling how brilliant they are and how effective they are. And, and a lot of them, uh, are, are extremely cost effective. Like discord doesn't cost me money. I'm just on there. It's free. You just go in there, do things, talk to people like it has features that you have to pay for. But like everything they're all doing, to my knowledge, they're not paying a dime for the discord stuff. So I don't know. It just blows my mind that these things exist and that big Navy, it's like, just get behind those things and push. Just give them resources, give them money and get out of their way and let them fix it. Um, because those are the types of people you need to get after these problems. You can't just hire somebody on your own. It like, they need to be passionate about it too. And there are people that are already doing these things, um, for just like, just because they need to be done. Like they're just, they care. And that's the end of the motivation is like, that's the one thing on the list is like, they just care. They just passionately care about these people. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I very fun episode, very fun to then subsequently see how it works, um, it, how effective it is. Just it, it, it's amazing. I highly, highly recommend you checking them out. Um, go to Discord. Go to the Navy Discord server. Just generally, it's a cool place to be, to vent, to hang out. There's a bunch of channels on there. One of which is the um, the one that they use for all the mental health stuff. Let me, let me look at it really quick. Um, cause I keep like, I'm trying to recall as I'm recording this, the name of the server, um, specifically, but yeah, I mean, the, e- even in, in the Navy server in general, there's a lot of great discussion. People are able to ask questions. There's a, a, a large cross section of people in, uh, just like the main server, um, that, you can like so like a junior sailor can go in there and ask questions of whoever's there and you'll get there's a wide variety of people with a a wide variety of experiences that you can reach instantly and that are going to be willing to answer your questions um so yeah the the main server there's a ton of channels and then uh yeah under departments you see lifeline coordination and that's the channel and i'll have all the link in the uh in the in the show notes and i'll put it in the social media post when the episode publishes as well so if you if you want to check that out i highly encourage you to do so whether you need the resource you want to be involved in helping or you just want to be like monitoring it whatever because even that like even just being there and passively monitoring it maybe one day jen and the and the team shoots up a flare saying hey i need a point of contact at this command and you're at that command so that you can then help find that sailor i mean it anything it, like it, it makes it better like it helps so um i would love to see the server membership just swell so like if you can do that do that and just be aware that it's a resource too um that if you have a friend out there that's struggling or a sailor or a whoever like direct them to this like it's a it's a really great resource and there's people there that care um with that 
if you need anything from us, have any questions, comments, concerns, hit us up. Don't give up the ship podcast at gmail.com. You can Facebook message us. Don't give up the ship podcast. Or you can DM us on Instagram, Reddit, or Discord at DGS Podcast. If you want to support us, you can go to dguspodcast.com. There's a donate button on the upper right hand corner of the website. Or you can go to Don't Give Up the Ship Apparel. It's dguspapparel.com. Get yourself some naval pride and heritage gear. You'll actually wear in public. We've got stickers and shirts and hoodies and all the things that you would expect. Uh, and we're working on more all the time. And then, uh, yeah, you can go to patreon.com slash dgutspodcast, pick one of the five tiers and become a member today. Uh, there's a lot of cool benefits. It helps us expand the platform and pay all the bills, and we really, really appreciate it if you can do that. If you can't afford to spend any money, no big deal. There's all kinds of ways you can support us. Go to any podcast platform that you use to listen. Like, share, subscribe, review on all the platforms for all the things, right? Subscribe on YouTube, share the videos, tag your friends in social media posts, follow us on social media, whatever. Whatever you want to do. Um, it all helps. It all like leverages the algorithms and, and helps us get the message out there. And we really appreciate it. And that's it. That's what I got for you today. Thank you so much for listening and don't give up the ship. Hey, shout out to all our level five patrons, Victoria Livingood, William McIver and Mark Gallagos, all our other patrons. We really appreciate your support. Helps to pay all the bills, expand the platform and we couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much.